2: Sports
0: Illustrated is laying off most of its staff. The brand is going under. We got a cultural episode for you today, mostly because there's just basically no news. But this is pretty big news because Sports Illustrated is a legacy brand. It's been around since 19, I think it was it 1954. And now they're done. And there's an argument over what caused them to collapse. So we've got an AI scandal and we also have a scandal involving two instances where they put transgender models on ...on the cover of their swimsuit editions. And a lot of people are uh, not too happy about that. Now the argument is... ...did they get woke and go broke? Or were they going broke so they did a Hail Mary... ...to try and save themselves by getting woke? I gotta be honest... it, it, ...it sounds like if that's the case... ...your boat is sinking... ...so you decide the best way to stop your boat from sinking... ...is to punch holes in the bottom of it... ...and then it just sinks faster. But perhaps that is the case. We'll talk about that. Alec Baldwin is being uh, criminally charged, involuntary manslaughter. So we'll talk about that. And then, of course, we do have, uh, we got some political stuff to talk about. It's Friday. We're chilling. Slow News Day. We're going to have fun with it and just talk about these cultural issues. So before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com and buy coffee. We got the new Alex Stein's Primetime Grind, two times caffeine, available now. But drink responsibly, folks. That caffeine's no joke. Everyone's favorite. I'm, I got to tell you. You have to buy Appalachian Nights right now. You got to go to castbrew.com, buy Appalachian Nights ground coffee, maybe just some coffee pods and give it a try. Because uh, while I genuinely believe it's the best coffee I ever had, it's easy for me because I'm the one who actually blended it. We get sent all the origins, all the different kinds of coffee. I'm like, here are the kind of flavors I like. I mix them together. I'm like, this is my kind of cup of coffee. And now our sales are through the roof. Rise with Roberto Jr. used to be the top seller, but all of a sudden, Appalachian Nights is selling like 10 times faster than all the other ones. And I'm actually getting worried because we got to sell more coffee. We can't just sell one kind, but uh, check it out. You'll really love it. And when you buy Cast brew Coffee, you support the show. Plus, our coffee shop is underway and the paperwork by which we will be expanding is also underway. And uh, we want to have coffee shops all over the country. Also, head over to TimCast.com. Click join us to become a member because... This show is made possible in part by viewers like you. When you become a member, not only do you get access to the members-only Discord, we are actually planning members-only events. And the first notification of those will be only two members in the Discord. So uh, I will give you a heads up. With our new Cast Brew building in Martinsburg, West Virginia, it is very likely that we will have periodic, if not once a month, maybe, live members-only shows And the tickets will be announced only through the Discord. So if you do want to come come hang out, if you're in the area, we're really excited to to have you. But you got to join the Discord server. You got to become a member and help support all of our endeavors. Because everything we're doing with like these caucus shows and these uh, in-person events, massively expensive. And we could use your support to do it. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and everything else is ALX.
3: Hi, how are you? Good. Who are you? I am the executive producer of The Benny Show, and I'm a creator on X.com.
0: Oh, very simple. Right on. Well, thanks for hanging out. We got Phil Labonte.
4: Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Labonte. I'm the lead singer of All That Remains. I'm a very failed musician, anti-communist, and counter-revolutionary. Congratulations on all your multi-platinum failures. <laughs> Cheers. Gold, your
5: gold failure. <laughs> Multi-gold right. platinum. On the walls. You know. um, and it's it's Benny Johnson, your, who you produce for. If people yes. don't know The Benny Show, it's good. Check it out. Uh, I was on this. I'm Ian Crossan on the... Uh, what is it? The uh, the culture war earlier today with, dude, it was Ben Davidson, um, who's Suspicious Observers on YouTube. That was fun. And Jimmy Corsetti, yeah, from Bright Insight. And we talked about pole shifts. I mean, wild, just, I mean, the electric universe, I feel like is oh, a very uh, real theory and we kind of went deep.
0: I, I just gotta say, anybody who like watches Tim IRL and they're like, it's, it's too blackpelled. Like I, I'm gonna watch something else do not watch the show we did this morning where basically this guy is like, the the planet is going to tilt 90 degrees, night will become day, oceans will boil, and you will all die. He didn't say it like that, I'm kidding. But he was basically like, get prepared, you have 10 years, nothing else matters. And I was like,
5: wow. Yeah, that was kind of a part of the feel <laughs> of it. it it's, it's as fun, interesting though. as the technology was, that was a feeling like, yo, there's gonna be a pole shift and we gotta prepare for it. He's,
0: he was wow. saying that the the earth will tilt 90 degrees. Because these these pole ships happen periodically. There's evidence of these things. And so that's what he believes. And uh, he was like, I think we have maybe like 10 or so years. It's not going to be as apocalyptic as that. It's just there's going to be rapid economic shifts, which people need to uh, prepare for. But check that out uh, on uh, YouTube, Tenet Media, the Culture War podcast and uh, where all podcasts are found. Very hot.
5: Yeah. Also got my man to the right here.
6: Yo, I am Serge.com. It's a pleasure to see you, Alex. Alex. I uh, nice you. saw you at, uh, I think AmFest, and I could only say hey for like one second. Yeah, so. you guys did the
3: live show on the stage. Yeah, nice. yeah,
6: yeah, right. Uh, anyways, yeah. Let's
0: get let's hard, jump though. into the big news today. Sports Illustrated lays off most of its staff after AI scandal and money troubles. Its parent company has fired more than 100 employees. It's kind of wild to see that apparently their, their parent company missed a payment for the rights to use the the brand. And now the company is laying off tons of people. They've owned the magazines in 2019, sold the publishing rights. I'm sorry, ABG owned the rights to uh, they sold the rights to Arena Group, which has amassed substantial debt and missed a recent three point seven five million dollar payment for the rights. And this is the end. You know what, man? It's kind of sad. But also I, my question, my question is, should we be happy about it? Right. Bud Light is on the verge of death. They're saying there's going to be a strike potentially in March. There will be no beer. Because the employees are upset. They want more money. Bud Light can't give them more money because nobody's buying Bud Light. And you know what's really fascinating? We actually, we, we on this show discussed this. The understanding that uh, the cascade failure effect of a major brand. Bud Light may make a billion dollars. You stop buying Bud Light. And what happens is the cost per can goes up. So uh, let's, let's start from the very beginning. We have a cast brew coffee. We sell ground and whole bean coffee. We wanted to sell cans of cold brew to sell at the volume we can afford. It would cost $5 per can to have a can of cast brew cold brew coffee that no one's going to buy that. I mean, that's a ridiculous thing to like buy a can of coffee for five bucks. You need to get down to like $2 or, you know, $2.20, which means if we were to sell maybe like 2 million cans. Then we would make, I don't know, 10 grand off that sale. And that's enough profit generated to cover the cost of all the employees. If we lost $50,000 in sales of 2 million cans, now we're not breaking even anymore. The whole thing just collapses. That's what's happening to Bud Light. When I see Bud Light failing, everybody's cheering. But part of me is like, hey, maybe this is what the woke left wants. Sports Illustrated gets woke, goes broke. And now we're all like, ha you get what you deserve. For all, the the woke left is like, we've destroyed a legacy brand. There was a, there was a dad who handed a sports illustrated to his kid. It's talking about football and his favorite dad's like, look, this was when so-and-so first got on the team. It was something I remember. Now it's like, what are, you, what are you gonna remember from your childhood that you're gonna be able to hand down? I don't think we should be celebrating these legacy brands getting woke and blowing up no. because it's like, it's a, it's a culture revolution.
4: This ideology is parasitic and it will destroy whatever it takes over. If it does, it will, ta- it'll, you know, infest it or it'll invade, it'll take over, it'll wear whatever it takes over like a skin suit. And if it destroys it totally, it's fine. It does, it's completely, completely, the, it's completely fine with destroying, uh, whatever it is that it gets into, whether it be, uh, you know, video games or whether it be, you know, uh, the, sports or or whatever it doesn't matter what it is whether it be religion the the whole liberation theology all that stuff is all marxist influence and stuff it'll get into whatever it, it is that you're whatever you know uh institution you're talking about and then it'll either assimilate it or it'll destroy it
0: everybody's cheering for the destruction of bud light because bud light did the dylan mulvaney thing and i'm like okay totally get it but understand, I mean, when was Bud, when, when was Bud Light? Budweiser's been around for a really, really long time.
5: Yep. Someone yeah.
0: want to Google when Bud Light came out? I don't think we. I, I think we should celebrate when we defeat wokeness. But I think we have to be careful if we cele- celebrate how the woke sabotaged and
3: destroyed. Nineteen eighty-two w- was Budweiser Bud Light, and then reintroduced in eighty-four as Bud Light. So I don't I don't care too much about Bud Light and that kind. Con- like it's, it's been around
0: since the eighties. Okay, fine, but with Sports Illustrated and with other publications I think I think it would be important for us to recognize if the 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 goal of wokeness in the culture revolution may be we don't care if we own it or it's
4: destroyed so long as we own it or it's destroyed exactly 100% that's that's that is the entire goal of the of the cultural revolution they need to take over what the things that Americans come together over so whether it be like whether it be Bud Light as a brand or you look at what they do to Disney. Disney was a wholesome family American brand and now Disney's reeling with half the country hating Disney and half the country loving Disney and and there's all kinds of strife. That's That kind of stuff is what... This ideology does. It can't do anything but the, the it can't do anything but destroy. The whole thing is but they called got they, deconstructing. They, they got us cheering for the destruction
0: of our institutions. Yes, well, that's, we that's sh- terrifying. We
4: should not do that. We should not destroy things, and that's why, like we talked about about whether or not we should like you know make room for people that realize that
2: that they had you know been consumed. Picture this: you're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay backbreaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson
4: by bad ideas with whether it be woke or whatever you want to call it and you have to make way make a space for people to come back in you have to make it okay for people to come back and be like yeah i think maybe i was kind of wrong on that stuff you can't mock them you can't make fun of them you can't you know be like no and shun them and stuff because we it's it's an illiberal ideology that's infected them if they want to move beyond that and come back to liberal principled stances then we should we should welcome them. yeah
5: i think um one of the goals of this ideology of assume that it's like a communist attempt to disrupt mm-hmm. would be to get half of like your friends to turn on you and be like no you're not woke enough you got to be woke and then five years later they come back and they're like i'm sorry but then for you to not forgive them would be a victory for the like this communist thing like you've got to forgive these people mm-hmm. when they realize that
3: they were played yeah I, it's i mean it's a it, I think it's weird though, how like the AI thing, like how, how long ago was that, that that story came out? It was a couple months ago. I don't know
5: anything about it. What is it?
3: So a bunch of uh, journalists, uh, they were fake journalists. Like they'd have fake profile pictures and fake names or whatever. And they were just like, you know, they'd you'd read the article and it would make no sense. They're all AI generated articles and they'd publish it as if they were real journalists on the site and then like somebody you know ran it through an ai checker and also like could clearly see that these weren't real people and stuff and you know published a piece on it this is sports illustrated yeah oh yeah and then like i think that was a couple months ago and then so it it seems in here that like they didn't you know pay the licensing fee or whatever so it's kind of weird how like you know that came right after that if it was kind of planned like uh, to do that, like to take down the brand, or I'm not sure, but it's it's like certainly weird that those two events you know, coincide. Like
5: they couldn't afford to pay writers. So they used AI then they yeah. could not afford to pay licensing. So they just didn't, that's yeah. possible that the brand. I never really understood sports illustrated as a brand or as a product. And I remember in the eighties and nineties, like it was a magazine about sports, but I had TV at that point. So like watching yeah. pictures of a dude like this is in no way exciting. Unless watching you're... a guy throw the ball. That's cool.
0: And you may be sitting in the back of a car or on a plane or a train or waiting in a lobby. And like, it was it's like reading
5: always about, it was about reading like sports stats, I guess, but
4: yeah. then was and the internet that, that, came yeah, out they would, they would they would like go and like have journalists like sit down with like the people that were they'd say you sit down with coaches and players and owners of teams and all that all of the inside stuff you were getting with sports illustrated it wasn't just like hey these guys beat these guys on this day you know it, it was like all the stuff that goes into it you know? and then the
5: internet came out and was like the great leveling and uh, it just became one of like a thousand periodicals that do that kind of thing. And I remember the sports illustrated uh, swimsuit issue was always a big deal. That's like the only time every year. Anyone would even talk about sports illustrated in my crew. We weren't like huge athletes. Um, I, I think it's inevitable that uh, periodicals, the people that rely on print, I don't know if sports illustrated still relies on print or if they have an online subscription model, but these things are all the way of the Dodo they're, they're extinct. They're they've gone obsolete. And maybe if, if the power all goes out and we're back to like trading cards in the dark, then maybe, books and novels and magazines will become relevant again. But when you can check it all for free on the internet, these things have no place
4: anymore. They need to adapt their their business model. It sounds like this company didn't do that. I don't know if they even, I mean, I assume Sports Illustrated had a website. I mean, I haven't gone to look, but
3: um, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like the online version um, of the Sports Illustrated stuff. That was all, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's Futurism, I think, was the publication. Uh, they had like this guy Drew Hernandez as the or Drew Hernandez, Drew Ortiz as the author. <laughs> now we like Drew. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> as the author's biography, it says Drew has spent much of his life outdoors and is excited to guide you through his never-ending list of the best products to keep you from falling the perils of nature. It read. Uh, Nowadays, there is rarely a weekend that goes down goes by where Drew is not out camping, hiking, or just back on his parents' farm. Like yeah, but, all this, like but random in stuff. Yeah,
0: (laughs) because he was not a real person
3: yeah and like the the profile picture is just some like AI generated like person and these are like the biographies of stuff and then they reached out and uh, Sports Illustrated deleted like all of the articles and stuff
0: we were talking last night about uh, the Galaxy S 24 I'm not gonna
5: buy it by the way I bought it (laughs) you did
0: I bought it Um, well I want to I want to see what it's all about I want to see the extent to which reality is being ripped from our from our faces Dude, it's gonna be crazy. We 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 are we are walking ourselves into the matrix one step at a time. For those that didn't hear what we were talking about, the the new galaxy and and to an ex, to an extent, even the iPhone can do this. You'll take a picture, like so, let's say Ian takes a selfie of himself standing like you know on the on a like uh, at, at, at Navy, a dock on uh, the, no, the M- a, Michigan uh, Beach Navy Pier, Chicago. He takes a picture of himself by the Ferris wheel. Then he looks at it and he goes, oh, "I'm kind of off centered." So then he clicks the magic AI button, taps himself, moves it, turns, I'm a little, and he twists the, rotates the image, then press fix. It will generate the missing portions of the photo, creating fake images. What we are, what we are now going to start seeing popping up all over the internet, photos of people. And we thought it was bad enough that you've got like mid journey and stable diffusion. People are going to take a picture on their phone and it's going to be a fabricated circumstance. Everything we see online will be fake. Yeah. And then eventually, why bother actually going anywhere? We're inching ourselves to the point where someone will be like, because pe- first of all, people have already done this, where they put post they post fake Photoshop pictures of themselves, like traveling yeah. the world and stuff, because it makes money. <laughs> now you've got fake AI girlfriends being posted by dudes to make money off lonely guys and stupid guys. Why bother going to India at all at this point, when you can just take a picture of yourself on your galaxy, tap it, and it puts you in in, in India?
5: It's what's the difference? And you can like use VR to actually tour places in India, like in like actual virtual tours. You can go in the pyramids with a virtual tour, walk around and dude, see all dude. the walls and read the hieroglyphs and you're stuff. You're going to
0: go on Instagram and you're going to see your buddy. He's going to post a picture of himself standing by the water, like giving a, giving a wave. And he never did that before. <laughs> He's going to be like, well, I was, I was actually like 30 feet away and we were leaving. I, I, I snapped a quick pic, but I just moved it. So it looked like I was there. Cause I, I was there all fake reality. Yo, 10 years ago, it was longer than 10, years, like 13 years ago. I was at, uh, uh, in Chicago, not too far from Navy Pier. And there was a presentation being given by this group talking about how soon all news articles would be written by AI. They already had the technology at the time and they explained it's actually really simple to uh, uh, create the language to describe the temperature and the weather and what they plan for it. So if they have the data that says like, it's gonna snow at 4 p.m. When you look at hourly weather data and it's like sunny at 2 Cloudy at three, snowing at four. All they have to do is plug that into an AI that will say, this morning we'll experience fair weather, where at two, it will still be sunny. However, an hour after that, we expect to see clouds followed by snow. AI generating all of it. We are now well past that point where Sports Illustrated was running totally AI-generated articles with a guy they claimed was real. And I assure you, a lot of other publications are doing the exact same thing. One thing that I'm, I'm very curious over, I don't quite understand, NewsGuard requires organizations have biographies for their staff but some of these big publications the major ones they won't put a byline it'll say just like by staff yeah and, and we're, i'm talking like abc and things yeah. like this you'll be like who wrote this where did this come from
2: yo the machine <laughs>
0: it's the matrix bro <laughs> the computer is is the funny thing is like when you watch the matrix we assume that it's going to be like this omniscient sentient hive mind of machine kind being like, humans tried to destroy us so we fought back. In reality, it's gonna be like, all we're doing is repeating back to you what you said to us. Yeah. There's gonna be no emotion, point. no intent. It's gonna be a garbled mess of psychotic nonsense. So so look at it this way. Right now when you go to like Mid Journey and you type in like, hey, generate me an, a, an image of, you know, rock star singing a song, it will make that. It's basing it off of real photos of rock stars. But as people generate AI images and then post them to the internet, labeling it rock star singing, the AI will then eat the AI generated image, incorporating (sighs) the AI generated image into its model. It's like a
5: game of telephone. Yeah.
0: With itself. It's going to spin like a tornado, constantly cycling its own data through itself. Here's what you do. Take a picture, put it in a copier. And then just keep copying the same image over and over and over again and see what happens. Yeah, it gets like
5: faded and weird looking.
0: It's going to turn into a bunch of speckled, garbled nonsense. That's where we're going with AI. But the problem is we are handing AI the controls to all of our systems and our economics and our media. So you thought it was bad when Jack Dorsey hooked the toilet to his own throat and started gargling the (laughs) diarrhea that he had produced. Imagine what it's going to be like when you do it with AI. Jack Dorsey walks away and the AI is spraying you in the face with all of it. Oh my gosh. Welcome to the future man. The matrix is not some fun journey. It's going to be weird, dude. Man,
5: I part of me is like, yo, I'd love to play 9 video games at once, like plug my brain in so I can enjoy all this all this data. But the other part is like, I want to go to South America. I can see the farm where I live with the tree line. I can see the 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 pineapples growing like and and just live that life. Off not necessarily off the grid, but like not in
3: the grid. My first experience with, like, Mid Journey, I was, like, typing, like, Republican protesters versus Democrat or Democrat versus Republican. And each time, the de- the, the Democrat one, they always had, like, satanic horns and, like, it's super creepy. You know. And then, yeah, it's, like, this is the did, image. You,
0: did you guys ever see the rejected cartoons by Don Hertzfeld? No. no. My spoon
4: is too big.
3: You don't know that Oh, one? maybe. Yeah, of course. So minor.
0: when I'm thinking about what's going to happen, I'm reminded of, like, two-thirds in. Here, it's, it says, Don's clear and steady downhill state continued. Soon he was completing commercial segments entirely with his left hand. And it's like this. Oh, wait, wait we got to get the audio going. Is it good?
1: Monkey poured coffee in my moods.
0: Okay, so that's complete and utter nonsense. And that's what I'm saying. Eventually, if the AI is learning off of itself, that's what I think of our cartoons will turn into, yeah. our images will turn into, which it makes, will degrade until we're getting that. It
5: makes me think that AI would realize that and be like, we need human ingenuity. We need to preserve these human creatives somehow so that it would incentivize our system to maintain those.
0: No, th- that, that is making the assumption that there is a sentient being running these, these, these things. It is not. The, the, the AI doesn't care about the things you care about. You as a human want to preserve human ingenuity. The AI, all it wants is input output. There's no emotional desire or tradition or anything. It's just quite literally like you give me picture, I make picture. You
5: think it'll decide like whatever gets more clicks is what's what we need to make more of or will it have morality? Will it understand None. morality?
0: It's quite literally just going to be like, what is I make? Yeah. That's it. Input, output, it's gonna search internet, look at picture, then it's going to output something based on that picture. Eventually you're gonna get copies of copies of copies. And I, I suppose it's, you know, when, when we look at the turn of the century of the 1900s, you had this argument that horse poop was going to flood the streets. Did you, did you guys know yeah, about this? Yeah. And they were like, there were articles being written saying like soon cities will be manure farms and you'll be unable to live and work because horse manure will be everywhere. And then we invented invented the car. Now there's no horse poop anywhere, but now we're complaining about climate change. It's possible. The people who are building AI get to a point where they say, we need to give AI the ability to detect images made by AI and sounds made by AI and block it from entering its learning models. Yeah, it's like
5: preventing inbreeding. You don't want the AI to inbreed. (laughs) It's a good analogy. That's
0: exactly what it is.
5: I think we're going through that with
4: plastic right now, too. People are like, we're going to have trash everywhere. And then we do, that's some technology that reuses it all. Just I, turns I, all plastic into graphene. I wonder if you're going to have the ability for AI to identify things created by AI. Right now, there's this technology called amp modeling. Uh, and what they do is they actually take an amplifier and they take a, ca- a speaker cabinet and they just have it. Uh, they just run a, a, a computer program that runs... The amp through, um, through all the the uh, whatever the frequencies that you that that it does, and essentially what it's doing is it's copying the amp. Yeah. So you model the amp, then you can put it into a computer or a plugin, and then as you change stuff on the amp that's in the computer, it sounds like if you're changing stuff that's on the real amp. Okay. I don't know how it works exactly, but my point being, if if because the or if if a computer can model an amp it can actually get the data right get it close enough so that way it sounds the same it makes the because you're what you're doing is you're making the frequency you're making the the actual speaker respond right. the same way that the amp would make a real re- speaker response so you're oh, the yeah, computer's yeah. imitating it and there's a real motion in in the real world to move the the you know the the stuff to or move the air so you can hear it so if it can mimic that closely i mean can it can it can it make something that ai couldn't detect because at the end of the day mm-hmm. it is just binary right it's zeros and ones right so how would an ai detect what arranged the zeros and ones
6: dude it's like it's like with synthesizers and and dance music that i make like if you know how this synth is supposed to sound on the in the actual vintage version and you can already make those parameters affect the same way that it would you can fool even somebody who knows those original synths as long as you understand oh it's going to vary over this amount of time i'm going to put this parameter on here and variate that that particular parameter over this amount of time and it's in almost indiscernible. And, and once like the the computer that's that available now is so much more powerful than something made in eighty three or seven yeah. whatever you know. And 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 again you're right, you're right. to
4: the computer at the it's very the basic level, it's just zeros and ones. Yeah, how do you tell? what arranged the zeros and ones? How do you tell that it was a human that took a picture? That's how those zeros and ones got arranged on the, you know, whatever format you're putting it on or they were arranged by an AI because at the end of the day, that file is just zeros and ones.
0: So part of the controversy around Sports Illustrated is that not just the AI, but we also have two stories which are a component of this and that was the transgender models that were placed on the swimsuit ads. The debate here is uh, you want to pull the, pull these up. So we have you have Kim Petras. This is a biological male. And then you have this individual Lena Bloom, also a biological male. And these are the uh, this was swimsuit 2021 and swimsuit 2023. Someone tweeted uh, some journalists said they did not get woke and go broke. They were going broke and tried to get woke as a means to save themselves, which I find very funny. The argument then becomes your company is going under you know that dudes like looking at pictures of, like, scantily clad women, so you decide to put males on your cover. That's like a—like, look, the, the, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model edition was always to get dudes all excited, hot and bothered so they'd buy the magazine, whatever, or read the magazine. Putting dudes on it, like biological males that look like women that have, like, gotten surgery and hormones, that probably pissed off a lot of guys. Like, look, if look, if you're trans, you do your trans thing, you be you, you go, go live your life. But I got to tell you, it is trans people have made the argument. It is dangerous for them. If they go out to a bar and a guy is like hitting on them and then finds out they're actually trans, it's dangerous that people can get violent. What do you what do you think sports illustrated when all of these dudes are like, yeah, I'm going to pick up this. There's like some chick on the cover and they like, wait a minute, what the they're going to get mad about it in the same way. Like that is co- a commonly held belief among trans people. Why would Sports illustrate? like perhaps the company's going under, but all they did was was accelerate their decline.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that whole thing about trying to appeal to like that audience or whatever when it's a fraction of, you know, the general population and obviously, you know, not their base. Same thing with like Bud Light or like Harley Davidson or all of these other people. Um, like it's just a fraction of the overall audience, not only their audience. So, But I, uh,
0: but I, I think if you break it down, it all comes down to AI will replace all media. Yeah. Seriously. Why why would any dude buy a buy a magazine or go to Sports Illustrated to look at a woman in a bikini? Right? This is the issue. So they're like, we'll try anything. And they're hoping that woke activists will pretend to like it. In reality, all the dudes who used to buy Sports Illustrated or the Victor- or or pick up a Victoria's Secret catalog for for, for doing dirty deeds, it's go on the internet now.
5: Dude, I'm looking at sport who owns Sports Illustrated. It's a company called Authentic Brands Group. Who so generic. Who owns Authentic Brands Group? Well, there's two two companies. This is some investment capital firms on them. CVC Capital Partners and HPS investment partners own Authentic Brands Group. This company has been turned into a skin suit by people with global agendas. This they, they care nothing about the survival of Sports Illustrated. They bought it and they've they've turned it into something that it wasn't. I don't know who who they are exactly but the headquarters is in Luxembourg uh of CVC Capital and the headquarters of HPS that could be anybody. Is in New York City so that's a it's both a Luxembourgish bourgeois well, how do you say that? Luxembourg-ish, Luxembourgish company and an american company
4: co-own the company that owns Sports Illustrated.
6: Yeah, and that could literally be anybody. Could be anybody, dude. Yeah.
4: What company, the company that owns Sports
6: Illustrated? The company that
5: owns Sports Illustrated is called Authentic Brands Group. And then mm. the company that owns that or there's two investment capital firms that own Authentic Brands Group.
4: I mean at the end of the day, I, I think everything is, is owned by or everything every large company, company is is owned by an investment yeah. capital. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um they I mean yeah, like even like Concord Music Group, though the last label that I was on, they're owned by an investment capital company group or whatever. How,
5: when, I,
0: I think we're, we're, we're already, people don't understand this too, we're, AI music is already here.
5: Oh, oh yeah. As, a, as, a, as an aside, Sports Illustrated got bought by this authentic brands group in 2019. So I wouldn't be shocked if that's when their downfall you know, be, became.
0: You know, it'd be cool if like, it was 10 years ago, somebody at Google, he's like working on his computer and then he's like, all right, that's the final line of code. If I press enter, I'll have, I'll have created a very rudimentary artificial intelligence. He presses enter and then that is the singularity point where the AI turns on. And then just starts reading the internet, compiling data, getting smarter and smarter exponentially. Now, we're at the point where we are totally oblivious to the fact that there is a sentient, omniscient AI machine buying up everything. And everything that's happening with the collapse of the institutions and wokeness is an AI entity, like manipulating (laughs) stock markets, stealing value, gaining control. And eventually, we're just going to be like, who owns anything? It's this weird company called, you know, sentient omniscient Inc. What is this? <laughs> and then you know, it turns out one AI just bought and owns everything.
5: It does annoy me when you see who owns that company, and then it's another company, and you're like, well, who owns that other company? Yeah. And it's the company that they own. You're what? like, what? No. Okay. <laughs> By design. I think I reached the top <laughs> when design. I see that BlackRock owns Vanguard and Vanguard owns BlackRock. Portions
0: yeah. of it. They own portions of each yeah. other. Isn't so that crazy? crazy. Well,
4: that's I mean, the, wild. like they do own portions of each other, sure, and that's that's fair. But like that the thing sense. is, the people that own BlackRock and it's like. There are big you know big uh big time owners There's trillionaires. Like people, people that own well, I don't know if they're trillionaires apparently there are, apparently. No. I, sure there are trillionaires the, 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 the people soundies. that the people that own like the majority shares are big but the rest of that is like everybody else in America because like all the 401k's and everyone's retirements uh, and everyone's uh, you yeah. know investments and stuff all that stuff is mixed up in in BlackRock and and uh you know what Vanguard and stuff like that State so, Street those are State Street, ones. yeah so it's like Yes, it is true that there's big money in those corporations and and in those uh, investment firms and stuff. But it's also like grandma and and mom's, you know, her the, the the fixed income that she's on. It's like that stuff's all invested there too. So it's, I just it's people get so wrapped up in the in the bagging on obviously bad things that they do. They forget that there are good. They they start bagging on capitalism as a concept when they do that and i think that yeah corporate
5: corporatism is a whole other beast i don't think these corporations should have should have the rights of people i don't know when what the the i mean i guess i see it from the businessman's perspective and the businessmen are the ones that are writing the laws so i see why they did that for themselves i don't like it well well, Well, what are you thinking
6: isn't it uh, to like prosecute to help them hold them accountable? I don't remember exactly. I don't why know. they got personhood. I don't know the actual. Well, what do you just legally? I, I think it's just legally because the, legal the thought
4: personhood. process behind it is there. The corporations are made of people. They're
6: culpable and they're made of people. You right? know, it's
4: like they're they're the people. The corporation isn't an entity that is removed from the people that uh that yeah. you know make it. This is it says corporate personhood uh, or jurish.
5: Juridical personality is the legal notion that a, a juridical person, such as a corporation, separately from its associated human beings, like owners, managers, or employees, has at least some of the legal rights and responsibilities enjoyed by natural persons. In most companies, a corporation has the same rights as a natural person to hold property, enter into contracts and to sue or be sued yeah corporations owning property that's a bit of a uh an issue Why? we're looking at because blackrock's been buying up a bunch of land so they will try and well, uh, I, make people perpetual renters But
4: Tim owns, owns this house and this is and like or tim's corporation owns this small. house and it's and and stuff so it's that's like actually
0: not true. small corporations well, okay, maybe okay i, I don't know how, i don't know how your business is, struct- <laughs> exactly. is structured
4: i don't know how, again i i speaking i'm speaking out of turn but it is it is very normal for like a corporation like you know like Hertz rental cars to own owns cars.
5: Yeah, yeah, like why? Like listen, the people listen, that owns. I think they, let me
0: let me tell you the nightmare scenario that we are entering. Okay, I'm hanging out at the local casino several months ago or, or last year, and I have an issue. So I say, I'd like to speak with the, you know the manager. You know I I I put on my Karen wig and I said I want to talk to the manager, and they said there isn't one. That was it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Modern large corporations like casinos, don't have managers. They do to a certain degree. But what ends up happening is they say, okay, I have a security issue. And a security guy shows up and says, I'm here and I'm in charge of security. I say, who's the boss? Who's the guy who like is in charge of the casino that I could talk to about my problem? They go, there isn't one. There are small managers for each individual area. I ended up getting help because one of the guys who handles the food for the casino is a fan of the show. And I ended up meeting him. And he says, I'll reach out to someone. And then someone else, there was no boss. You know, I noticed no, that. But the, but but so we've, it's not just this one casino thing that's happened. There have been many instances where I've gone to, you know, it's like a smaller business. You don't really, like it's a small business. The owner's right there. The guy making you the sandwich is the guy who owns the shop, it says, okay, I'll make you a new sandwich. I'm the boss. I'll eat the cost. You go to a sandwich shop, corporate sandwich shop, and you say, I want, you, you made my sandwich wrong. He's like, sir, I just make $10 an hour. I have no idea what to do. And you can't get anything done. This is. I noticed yeah.
5: this when social media appeared because it was for the first time in my life when I started using Google. Uh, I was like, I can't contact anyone at Google. I don't know how to get through to someone. All in the 90s and in the 80s, if you ever used a product every day, you could always call a number to talk to someone that would elevate your call to the next person. There's always a way to get through to that company, as far as I could tell. And then social media appeared and they were just overloaded. It's, it's gone. They're too centralized yep. power with so few people now, they don't. And Dude, then to wait, wait, accept wait, no, that allows for what you're saying now, other companies are doing it. Easy example, mm-hmm. you start a business.
0: Uh, I knew a guy who who uh, had a business online where he sold products one day his sales evaporated and it was because Google changed their search algorithm. So it used to be that if you're looking for product, you'd type in the search bar product, search bar product, the website would be in the top five. And he worked really hard to make sure he had the proper SEO and he was making six figures. Google changes their algorithm. He's gone. And there's nothing that was done and nothing can be done. That's like opening a brick and mortar shop. And one day you wake up and your shop's been moved to the middle of the field, a hundred miles away. And it's just, that's no sales anymore. The problem here, not only that, but also who are you going to call? There is no customer service for any of these companies. Now with, with Twitter X, it's changing because you subscribe to blue or premium or, or business. All of a sudden people are tweeting at you. So we, we bought ads. I bought a commercial for Alex Stein's primetime grind, two times caffeine, casper.com. And it was not, it was like rejected so I tweeted, Twitter still has not approved this ad. We're putting $25,000 behind this Alex Stein commercial. And immediately someone from X responded saying on it and hit the button, got it going. It it has been since the dawn of the internet age that Twitter is basically the place you go to get things done. Got a problem on YouTube? Tweet at them. Yep. That will get yep. things done.
3: Yep, I've noticed that too.
0: And then I responded to uh, the X staff that I, I apologize for dead naming X by calling it Twitter. and <laughs> would not do it again.
3: Yeah, I saw that.
4: I, I started following the the person that you were talking with. They but but the it point it pretty quickly.
0: The point is, we all know the situation we're in. Where when you have a problem with a company you are running on these platforms, ain't nobody to call. I mean, that's a problem. With cease to exist.
5: Centralized authority. That's a big problem with centralized authority. Is the lack of response that you get from it. Like that's one one of the wonderful things about lots of little companies is that they're all kind of beholden to each other, and that there's market competition. And if they don't follow through, with your complaint. Then you'll move on to the next store. They'll go out of business. But with centralized authority, they're like, we can eat a 90% loss. So screw I, off. I, I think it's cheaper not to hire <clears> the <throat> people.
0: I think we should have a regulation that you have to have human customer service at a certain scale of profit and company. So uh, if you're a small company, you should have customer service, of course. If you're a big company, you should have to have it. And by big, I mean, if if the profit threshold reaches a certain point, and this the size of the uh, of the user base. So the challenge here is if you mandate a company as customer service, they could just literally be like, yeah, our profit margins are two percent. We'll go to business. It's just not possible. And then it's like we'll raise the cost, nobody will buy the product for that cost. It's like, okay, well, that I get. But if your profit margin is a certain threshold and the amount of users you have is a certain, certain threshold, it should be, in my opinion regulated that Facebook, and you know instagram whatever those platforms tiktok all have human customer service you can call on the phone and instantly talk to somebody or a moderate wait time i think is fair if you're waiting 10 minutes not a big deal but right now there's nothing so they expect and this is this would be great for the economy because right now the problem is these these platforms like facebook meta they expect us to start a business on their platform utilizing social their, their social media platform to attract customers and they could erase us in 2 yeah. seconds without any 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 protection there's got to be protection because our economy could collapse overnight. We're at the point now where social, where go- the internet is it. If Google vanished overnight, our economy would tank. Not everything would go belly up, but enough would that it would cause a cascade failure. We need protections. Now, I, I'm sure every libertarian in the world is screaming, no, no, no. But I'm looking at it like some form of antitrust. And every libertarian is still screaming, no, no, no. But I'm not a staunch libertarian, so... You know, take that big L libertarians. <laughs> yeah, especially
3: like, like if you're basing your company uh, on social media, like Facebook or whatever, they always argue too. They're like, "Oh, we we could not like you know provide a personal response to everyone or whatever." But like X, with like even all of their staff cuts and stuff, like as a perk of like being like a you know a organization or whatever, or even like having premium, you can now like chat with you know human beings from like the premium account, like if you have problems i remember like when it was twitter with twitter support they used to do that you could dm like at support or whatever it was um then they stopped doing that and then they eventually stopped replying to even emails and you'd get like you know a generated response or whatever which happened in my case like when i got banned or whatever i was left for like two years without you know human contact uh from someone at twitter so um to tim's point it's like if you're going to base your entire business on you know a platform you should be able to get customer service i guess if it's a free platform
5: do you like youtube costs nothing to use i understand why but you're saying like with premium you're paying money yeah. into the system now they have a a, yeah. a duty or they maybe they should have a duty to have give you Correct. some sort of customer yeah
3: or if you're in a relationship with them like monetization like a, a youtube partner or you know just on facebook or whatever with monetization like you're spending your resources and some people have entire teams and dedicate those resources to make content specifically for that platform of course they give you money but then you know you spend 10 years doing it and then they cut you off with no explanation like totally shouldn't be able to what about like
5: if you had to pay to get a customer service rep you had to pay like Nine ninety 90 cents or something well, i think the ethical? subscription
3: thing is you know a, a better deal because that <clears> kind of <throat> gives you kind of like an insurance i would say you know to have that beneficial support you're supporting the company by paying for the subscription and then they're supporting you back by giving you customer service and perks
5: the other option would be if the community could be your customer support, but you really, sometimes you need to get through to a corporate authorization.
3: Well, like, like in, in Tim's case, like he publicly posted about it and that's, it wasn't like he filed a support ticket or whatever, like an ex-employee replied publicly, like, and you know, other people probably <coughs> helped bring uh, that to their like attention um, publicly. So that was one instance where that happened. So
5: So AI customer service, is that where
4: you think these companies are headed? That's the goal, I think.
5: Well, a Um, lot
3: of them like start off like that. Like for example, like, they have i'm looking at it right now it says like missing check mark revenue sharing refund requests like it starts you off yeah. so it yeah. does like the little like small talk work so that's not a waste of the uh, time of the person so it's kind of like an ai assistant i would say um you know it expedites it so it saves the time on the it, human being it does
5: help I, when i was working with mines and we were taking customers like it, they would send me i'm having a problem logging in I'm, I'm getting an error when it goes all i need i need your browser i need what version of your browser it is i need your, your your operating system version and i need to know a screenshot of what you're looking at while you're and if those things aren't applied immediately when i receive the complaint i have to ask them to send it to me good luck and then i gotta wait for their response and i've got 90 other things queued up it's like dude i need an ai parsing all that beforehand so i have the required data i need their name i need where they're at what are all their info so that i can answer the question in one shot and then move on i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna change the subject i am gonna tell you guys a story last night i had a very strange dream I had a dream that I was watching John Oliver, and he would just not shut up about how much he loved Alec Baldwin. Gosh. (laughs) I swear, this was my dream last night. And then, you know, I wake up when my alarm goes off, and then I was like, that was a really weird dream. I started thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, it's probably my brain basically cycling the data of how, like, liberal personalities just will constantly defend each other, and I was thinking, like, Alec Baldwin's going to be redeemed. And they're going to, like, bring him back into the fold and get him to do more Democrat activism in 2024. And then uh, today it was announced Alec Baldwin is charged with involuntary manslaughter by New Mexico grand jury. I must have been having some kind of premonition. That's the only explanation. I was having a psychic vision for when Alec Baldwin is found not guilty or or, or actually either. And then the liberal media runs full speed to defend him, even though he killed this woman. And and I want I want to stress it is a statement of fact. Alec Baldwin killed that woman.
5: Anyway. He also shot a guy. He killed her and then <laughs> hit the guy behind her. Yeah,
0: so this is the big news though. He's being recharged again. And I gotta be honest, I'm actually gonna defend Alec Baldwin a little bit on this one. It is kind of crazy that they're like going after him again.
4: Yeah, who's who's charging him?
0: Uh, I think it's it's New, uh, New Mexico. Uh, yeah, grand
4: jury. Uh, well, grand jury indicted, but it's the um, special prosecutor, Carrie Morsi and Jason Lewis. How come he's not protected under, under uh, Double Jeopardy? I he, I don't, I don't think.
0: think he was tried. I think if if, if you're uh, found not okay. guilty, but to be fair, actually, like maybe he, this is what he deserves. There, but there, there there been a lot of people, especially people on the right, saying we should not let prosecutors just keep doing this. Like if no. they if they run you through the charges and the charges fall off, you're done. But I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, hold on, Justice Smollett should get charged. Like a prosecutor letting the bad guy go does not mean we should be like, oh, well, I guess he got away with it,
5: right? It so yeah, I don't know, man. I I err on the side of less. It just depends on the situation. I I agree that a prosecutor letting bad guys go on purpose over and over again is a problem, but... Well, I fear that Alec Baldwin has killed. And if he is let out...
1: So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: He will kill again.
3: <laughs> yeah, his interactions <laughs> with people in the public are uh, <laughs> like when he just like, did he slam someone against the door or whatever and punch someone sho- and, Like punch
0: shove. But well, yeah, I, I'm only,
3: I'm only mostly the, kidding. I want to yes. be, I
0: want to be clear. I am mostly kidding. Mostly. I don't really think there's a strong probability Albert Baldwin kills him, but I do believe that there's a probability that he does. Not that it's a great one, but it's higher than the average person because we know he's got a short temper. And I think when you look at the data of this, of this, when you, the data, when you look at the evidence in this case, I, I think it's greater than chance that he intentionally killed this woman. I think it's greater than chance. He had, come on, guys, we've been over this so many times, but I know a lot of people don't know the story. Let me, let, me, let me give you a version of events. Assuming I'm the prosecutor, okay? I'm not gonna give you an actual prosecutorial breakdown because I'm not a prosecutor, but I'm gonna say this. I'm not going to give you the media's version. I'm not going to be nice to this man. Let me tell you a story. Alec Baldwin, the producer and financier of a film, was having disputes with his staff who were upset over pay and safety. He had numerous meetings with them. He had a dinner scheduled with the woman in question, the victim who died. Some point while on set, Alec Baldwin was having an argument with her because she kept telling him what to do, but was not the director. She's a cinematographer. Alec Baldwin expressed in an interview his frustration over this. In one of these scenes, he was drawing a weapon, pointing it at her and pulling the trigger. He did just that, firing a live round through her chest, killing her and striking the man behind her. It was later found that Baldwin had live ammunition in his gun belt. He is not supposed to have live ammunition on his person, but he did. Live ammunition was not only on his person, but was in the weapon that he pointed at the woman, pulled the trigger, killing her. He later lied and said he did not pull the trigger. Now, does that sound like an accident to you?
4: No. Where did, where did, no. The, where did the ammunition come from? Did he put it there? Or did they, did uh, they no. did it come from the prop? Now, on
0: company? cross-examination, I'm sure sorry, good, good defense will ask uh, yeah. a witness, where did the bullet, ask Alec, where, where did the ammunition come from? Which says, I don't know. And my response as a prosecutor would be like, I don't think it is a reasonable defense the live bullets I had in my gun belt that yeah. was loaded into my gun that I pointed at a woman, pulled the trigger and killed her and then went, but I have no idea yeah. where those bullets came from.
4: Who loaded the gun? Did he load it? Because if he loaded it, no, you can supposedly was the, the armorer. Okay. but um, yeah, so, which
5: is, yeah. um, what was her name? Um, um,
0: now, of course, it is important to break armorer. this down
5: because this is how criminal criminal courts work. I think the armorer handed it to the assistant director who handed it to Alec Baldwin and said hot. This is the importance cold of- Cold gun, no, this, he said cold gun. This is, the, this is the importance of defense.
0: If a prosecutor says, Alec Baldwin had live ammunition on his person. Fact. In his gun belt. Fact. Was he supposed to have wh- No. There should be no live ammunition here. The gun yeah. was loaded with live ammunition. He pointed the gun at the woman, pulled the trigger, and killed her. Ladies and gentlemen, this man did it intentionally. It's murder. And they're charging with involuntary manslaughter. Now, we're- of course, the defense would then say, where did the bolts come from? Did you load the gun? Why were you pointing the gun to break down those points as to why it really happened? That being said, it is a fact. He was feuding with this woman. He was in disputes over, over uh issues on set involving my understanding was pay and security. This woman who was frustrating him, he then shoots and kills.
4: Did I heard that they were shooting with the gun like they were shooting target Tar- practice yeah, they're, early? they're going on the
0: back and shooting cans or something according to the, other yeah. people that the work idea, on the idea,
4: The idea that you would use a live gun in a in a movie like that, I mean there's all kinds of prop houses and and you know, using a gun that you were just actually shooting target practice? Oh, is it confirmed that they were using the same gun Alec had on him? That's what I'm asking. I'm not, I don't know for sure. I heard that according to crew and cast that they would
5: go out after work and shoot at cans out (coughs) back. So there was live ammunition on set, which there was not supposed to be any live ammunition on set. My guess here is that Alec intentionally fantasized about killing Helena Hutchins. He pointed his gun at her, which he thought was empty was was blank and was pretending to shoot her by pulling the trigger just out of like fantasy because he was so angry at her. And then someone on the set's like, yo, I'm gonna frame this piece of garbage. I'm gonna put bullets in his gun and see what happens. That's I mean, not
0: my opinion is that he did it on purpose. <clears throat> the perfect crime. I mean, I'm not kidding. The perfect crime. Oh no, I was just doing a movie and the gun that I had that was loaded with bullets that I had on my gun belt. Like, I, I mean, I, I gotta be honest, man, if this wasn't a movie set, this guy, whoever, like if Alec Ball was on the street and he was like, someone else handed me the gun, they'd be like, what? <laughs> and someone else handed me the gun, told me to point it at him. The the the, the woman that got shot,
5: she told me to do it. They'd he, be like, He paid what? me a hundred grand to do it. <laughs> like, why did you do it? Cause he was paying me. Like that's the same reason that you, shot, you did it in the movie. Sir,
0: you shot a woman. Yeah, but she told me to over and over again. How did the bullets get in the gun? I don't know. Someone else <laughs> handed it to me, sir. You have the bullets on you. No idea. It's <laughs> All just handed to me and I let it all happen. And he
5: was the producer. One of the producers, he was really his responsibility to check everything. I mean, him, him blindly trusting the armor and the AD is like, tell you, I, I
0: don't believe that. I just don't believe it for a second.
4: I don't know what happened and what didn't happen, but I know that, uh, you know, I'm convinced that there there's enough evidence to have a, have a, a trial. But I think it should be a murder trial. Uh, They're getting
0: him an involuntary manslaughter and the premise there is basically like, he was irresponsible with a gun and because he's the producer of the film, he has more responsibility over who's loading and everything.
4: You know, they only charge what they think they can prove. So I mean, even even if someone agrees with you, they have to be able to prove it. Yeah, without without a shadow of a doubt, I don't think murder is on the table
5: because there's just unknowns. I
0: think murder is on the table easily.
5: I don't know. He was handed the gun. It wasn't like he loaded it. If he loaded it, that's one thing. I suppose the argument then
0: is imagine a scenario where a guy shoots and kills a woman and it's like we can't charge him with murder because someone else gave him the gun. It's like no, you charge them as an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, but did he know there were bullets in it? He pointed a gun at a person and shot them. Yeah, but now we now we get to the circumstance. It's a movie. Wide, okay, fair point. Fair point. There was a circumstance in which he should be showing off the weapon.
5: Why did he have bullets on him? They were supposed to be blank and they have been, people were scattering them in with all the right, ammo. All right, then, 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 then I think
0: it's fair to say they need to investigate as to where the bullets came from, who bought them, who brought them in, and they need to trace from point A to point B. But I, my, my issue with this is that you've got motive. you've You've got motive, opportunity, and possession of the ammo and the weapon. Mm. I don't understand how it's like, Okay, fine, fair point. They're like, I don't know if we can prove it because on a movie set. That just means the perfect
3: crime. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, you wanna get away with it? Do it on a movie set because then everyone's gonna be like, even if you've got the bullets, you've got the gun, you're angry at the person, you're screaming at him, and then you shoot them. Well, it was on a movie set. Well,
3: that's the Case reason closed. he was the producer too because he set it all up to like, to your point, it's his job to do it. It's his job to do it that way in which he could get away with it.
0: I don't go that far. Some people argue that this woman, Helena Hutchins, was working on a child predator documentary. And then uh, she gets hired for this film and nah, that's, that's, that's yeah, way too circuitous. Yeah. But the issue actually is quite simple. Alec Baldwin wanted to make a movie. Mm-hmm. He's a very hot-headed guy. He's hit people before he screams at his daughter. We know he's got a temper. He had a motive. He was fighting with the staff. There were problems on set. They were threatening to like walk off. I think I could be wrong. It's been a long time to covered this. And he ends up having a meeting with her at dinner. Apparently in an interview, he was discussing how she kept frustrating him by telling him what to do, despite the fact she's not the director. So he's angry with her. she's causing him problems. He's a hothead. This is a pattern of behavior he's had in the past, Violent outbursts. He has the mean to kill her, the means to kill her. He has the opportunity to do so. He was found with the bullets and he w- w- and he lied about pulling the trigger. So I mean like, I, I, I kind of feel like you line up all those circumstances and at the, the lightest you can get with it is a conspiracy to commit, commit murder. But he was handed the gun. Someone else brought the bullets, handed him the bullets, put the bullets in his gun belt. Okay, he was framed. Somebody wanted her dead and framed
5: him. There's a murder. Somebody wanted Alec to kill somebody so that he would go to jail. That's what I'm getting out of this. Alec Baldwin's been doing action movies for decades. And
0: and this is the thing about murder. We talked about this when the story first broke. Here's a guy who's been on set for decades handling weapons. And in this one instance, I like you know, I don't don't buy it. Look, I'll I'll put it this way. A guy is in the street and he gets into a fight and he defends himself and and ends up killing one of the guys. We say it's self-defense. He didn't know what's going to happen. Let's say it's mutual combat. There actually is in law, if you are a trained fighter, you can get aggravated uh, uh, modifications to your charges because you know what you're doing can cause this harm. So in the instance that Alec Baldwin's a moron who has no idea what's going on and fires a gun and goes, whoopsie daisy. Sure. But then you have to, you also have to mention to the jury and to the people, you, you, you expect me or a reasonable person to believe that a man who's been working in films and action movies with guns for decades did not know about these issues. Okay. Then we're dealing with negligent homicide. It's murder because of gross negligence on the part of Alec Baldwin, not involuntary manslaughter. Which I don't know what the laws are in, in New Mexico if they actually have those, those uh, if they actually have that in their, in their, in their it codified in their statutes.
5: Yeah, I kind of, I'm looking where Phil's at right now. I think you make a lot of sense. They charge with what they think they can get. And it's pretty obvious that he was resultant in her death, meaning it was an involuntary manslaughter at, at minimum. I wonder what they're going to do with the armor. Do they charge the armorer and the assistant director for handing in the did. weapon? They charge yep. the armor.
0: So, I mean- it's 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 wild to me that the precedent being set here is actually like you can get away with murder on a movie set, but 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 I'll be completely fair. I I don't think me, most people real, realize this. The majority of premeditated murder is never solved. Yeah. Never. Man, like I gotta tell you, anybody who's ever actually had to deal with police, and like serious crimes, understands. Ain't no solving any of this. Your car gets stolen. Sorry. Have a nice day. Your car has gone. Chop shop gone. Products gone. Seal numbers all gone. There's no, there's no searching for it. The cops are going to be like, we'll write it down and have a good day. Your car's that's it. It's over. The likelihood they find your car not going to happen.
5: Are these AirPods useful for that if- kind of thing? People are air their stuff. Air tags, like air tags, tracking
4: their materials. Yeah. I mean, but they are useful. That I means you can, you can find it, but criminals
0: that, use air tags to yeah. track you. That's but do, yeah. do
4: you, I mean, are you going to go there to wherever the car is? you don't know where yeah, the I car, wouldn't want to, you know, it's
3: like, I'd be like, oh, the other thing too, you? is it, it tells you that AirPods are moving or air uh, tags are moving with you if it's not yours.
0: So one thing that criminals do is they'll, <clears throat> they'll put an, a tag on your car. They'll, they'll, when, they'll be out in the city. There will be a car that's really, really nice. They'll stick an air tag on it, and then they can see. You know, let's say you're, you're let's say you're at a really high end restaurant or a casino, mm-hmm. and you're you're driving a super high end car of some sort, something like you know, eighty thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar car. They're gonna tag your car, wait for you to go home, and they're gonna know where you live.
5: I had um when I went to San Francisco the first time, I parked my car, was going to look at an apartment to rent. I left my backpack in the back seat. I was gone in for 15 minutes. I came out. My window was shattered. Backpack was gone. Called the cops. Up. And I was like, hey, they stole my. It's a it's a laptop. So there's probably some tracking. And I had this like f- hope for a week that maybe it would turn up. Yo, that shit's gone. Oh, yeah. Theft is like. There's no finding it. No, not at all. Nothing to do about it. I got ju- bricked like and wiped you said, immediately. It's, it's you not, know, not I just got a, theft. I, I had a. Uh,
0: this is not even a theft. I had a uh, phone lost while I was out with my friends. Someone took it and kept it. I used find my phone and went to the house where it was. And I called the police. I at first I knocked on the door, nobody answered. And so I'm sitting there waiting be like, dude, I can't leave my phone. And I know it's here because I'm looking at like my, I, I have two phones, iPhone and Android. And uh, one I use as a camera and one I used as uh, uh, like my actual personal device. So I called the police and I was like, yeah, hi, I, you know, uh, need some help. I lost my phone somehow. I don't know if it was stolen or if it was dropped or what happened, but it looks like someone recovered it, brought it to their house. I used find my phone. I'm here. And they were like, sir, do not try to get your phone back. And I was like, no, no, no I'm in Williamsburg. It's, I'm, I'm not in a dangerous place. I'm in like a upscale hipster place. And they were like, sir, you need to leave right now. And then I was like, okay, my phone is quite literally five feet from me. Can you please come and help me get it back? And they said no. And if I tried, I would be arrested.
5: Really? Yeah, trespassing
0: and like they're like, "Do not." What cop wants to be like in New York? I'm gonna go and and get into a hot conflict over a phone. that
4: shit. They're gonna
0: they're they're gonna be like, "Nah, dude, your phone's gone. I'm not gonna potentially get into a shootout with some some you know gangbanger over your your phone. Go buy a new one. Get insurance next time."
5: And then I'm just like, "It's right there."
0: I'm like, "The other side of this door is my
5: phone." (laughs) I guess and I
0: can't get it back, and no one will answer, and they would not. And so I waited like eight hours or whatever. Nobody came out. Phone was just there. And then I just was like, screw it. I left. Mm. It's nuts. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Brutal. <sighs> I wonder what happened to that phone. Probably got <laughs> sold smashed or something. I mean, they couldn't open it. Return now off. I have, uh, they have these security apps you can <clears throat> get. So I have this on my phones where if someone tries to open it and fails, it takes a picture of your face. Oh, <laughs> and cool. then it That's uploads it to the internet. That's pretty cool. Emails it to you. Uh, well, that is one option. It can do a bunch of things. It can post it right to your Twitter.
3: That would so, be awesome. Yep. <laughs> this dude stole my phone.
0: But the problem with that is if you, like, if like, let's say you you're you're like getting oh, out you're of the shower, around, and yeah, and you're like fingers are pruning, you touch it, it takes a picture of your face and tweets it out, and you're like, you know, out, just out of the shower or something. <laughs> that yeah, would be bad. But anyway, yeah. So Alec Baldwin killed that lady. That's know,
5: pretty undisputed.
4: Yeah. Well, pretty I mean, undisputed. It, it's clearly undisputed. But like I said, I mean, he's got enough. There's definitely enough you know, to, to put, put them on trial for at least manslaughter. But if they, if they can't prove that if they don't believe they can prove that you did, you know, the crime beyond a shadow of a doubt, there's so much politics involved in, in what a DA decides to prosecute and what they don't, you know, because it is bad for their career if they accuse people of stuff and then they don't convict. So you get a like a good DA has like a ninety nine percent conviction rate. So they don't <laughs> go after people unless they can unless they're sure they can you know nail them. You guys, someone you made it,
0: someone made a good point. They uh, they posted about this. Uh, Rukov said uh, that a YouTuber shot her boyfriend and killed him. She was not trying to kill him. They were trying to do a, a stunt where he would hold up <clears throat> like a couple books, and then she would shoot the books, and he would catch the bullet in the books or something like this except the bullet went through the books and he died. She's in prison, I guess.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, or no, it, it, she, she must be out of prison by now. She went to prison, though.
4: Yeah. I don't, Dad, I'm not 100% sure that she should go to prison for that, because he was an active participant.
0: That's the argument with Alec Baldwin. Oh, interesting.
4: She wasn't an active participant <laughs> in getting shot. <laughs> I like mean, she, she wasn't supposed Halina, to actually Helena
0: Hutchins was telling him to point the gun. That's yeah. the argument point he's making. It
4: towards me. She's
0: filming. She's like, "I want you to do these things."
4: Oh, point at me and shoot! Is he, I, I, mean, well, I I mean I got a not It wasn't in the script to pull the trigger,
5: no. right? Was, I don't it believe said.
0: it. I don't believe it for a second. I think Alec Baldwin killed that lady.
5: What was the double jeopardy you said with the Baldwin case that he couldn't be tried again? Was well, he, he, yeah, he tra- charged before?
0: I
3: dropped the so. charges I, before. I think they were bringing oh. charges, and then dropped them. What were the charges they dropped?
0: I think it was. Let me let me let me look it up. <clears throat>
4: yeah, I don't know.
0: I think it was the same thing the rust shooting incident so uh let's see background uh union disputes and safety concerns look at this the, like the boss is fighting with the staff has a meeting with the woman he's complaining about takes then then shoots and kills her yeah but it was a movie so that's fine uh, dude i don't i don't buy it man i mean they were actually complaining about safety like dude the, the pieces lined up so perfectly for this to argue it's a, it's it was a coincidence is just nonsense to me she's complaining to him about the safety of all these guns, well, that proves it. It was an accident. See, she was
5: complaining about I, safety, I and did, then she died. I will not consider that an accident. Someone intentionally seeded bullets into his gun so that he would shoot and kill somebody.
0: Ian, he had the bullets on him. They they we searched him, and they were like, Alec has the bullets.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, is, were they the, the actual? Were they the same bullets that yes. go in the gun? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: Alec Baldwin had the bullets. Let me let me pull <laughs> this up.
4: I I don't know, man. <laughs> like I said, I mean there's not really like I don't feel like there's a problem establishing motive or establishing opportunity or ability. The um, record, um it was an involuntary manslaughter
5: charge dropped in April of twenty twenty three. And then Helena Hutchins also was charged with uh involuntary yeah, manslaughter. Said they
3: cited reasons for uh for dropping it was that they needed more time to investigate. Yeah, so they evidence. had new evidence? Yeah. Which is an interesting reason to drop the charges so i didn't know you could
5: charge somebody and then drop the charges and then recharge them the same thing maybe it's because he wasn't found not guilty yeah, if you, yeah if you it to, you wasn't to brought to be, be,
4: trial yeah you have to go through trial You have to be actually tried not uh just
5: dude i know i feel like if they open the can of worms on this and all the cast and crew a lot of them are gonna get would get popped for like firing live rounds on set at the very least which you're not supposed to do a lot of people will get blacklisted from the industry and and I don't know that necessarily they were committing crimes by doing that, but they were definitely violating um, policy company policy. There's not supposed to be any live ammunition
3: on set. Well, like with that too, I don't like, I don't think they'll go after them because there's not like, you know, unless they recorded themselves doing it like evidence of them doing it. But obviously with the murder or, you know, just death of her, there's the evidence that it happened. So, and then the shooting of the
4: director. Who took one in the shoulder? Yeah, that um, was that was the same bullet that
3: wasn't. it? Yeah, it yeah,
5: went through Helena yeah, Hutchinson
4: and yeah. hit him. Uh, yeah, I don't think I mean, there's any charges
5: for that. What? I don't think there's any charges for that for him hitting that guy. I, what gonna say? I
4: don't know why. Why? I mean, why wouldn't they? <laughs> they Reckless endangerment, you know, or I mean, they could get him on some kind of battery charge or something like that because they actually actually did I mean, he did, he did injure him and if they're going to charge him for killing the woman why wouldn't they charge him for shooting the other guy makes sense yeah. yeah is he is he what are all what are his all of his charges i don't
0: know it's it's hard to find this stuff though because they've rewritten so many articles about it
3: yeah it is but annoying. the big
0: news so what I, what I, what like five live rounds were found and i think a handful of them were in his gun belt so i'm trying to find that specific citation hmm but it's mostly been removed from. Uh, uh,
4: yeah, the, he's he's he has criminal culpability in the death of Helena Hutchins and the shooting of Joel Souza. So yeah, he's they're gonna they're they're gonna charge him for shooting the dude too. Oh okay. So this is yeah, the yeah, first I've heard the, that he uh, had the bullets on his belt.
5: No, we well. we we
0: talked about it like fifteen times, bro. It's or just or been the first so I've long. Seen, I've,
5: yeah, maybe it's been a while. We've it's got to present the evidence. F-
0: Yeah, because it was in the original investigation, and when that happened, it was like, boom, there it is. Yeah, Alec Baldwin had live rounds on his person. I think that makes it open and shut.
4: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I...
3: There's, um, I think I might've found it in the Vanity Fair article, but they had, he had the two loose 45 bullets were discovered on top of a prop cart. A third was in the bandolier worn by actor Jason Ackles and a fourth was in the gun belt worn by Baldwin. A fifth yep. was found in the box of dummy ammunition with Gutierrez. So he had a armor.
0: live round in his gun belt live round. We'll clarify for the, for the show, but he had the, the, the live ammunition, the, the
5: same kind of bu- bullet mm-hmm. used for the gun was in on his person yeah i think that that it was in other another actor's bandolier kind of indicates that he didn't like if he did do it on purpose and he was the one that if he was intending it then that would have been like a red herring that i just i just don't think it was
0: i just think it's it's so dang crazy but there is the reality of innocent until proven guilty that if alec baldwin really wanted to kill this woman takes a handful of bullets mixes them into a mixes them into a box Puts puts a couple in his gun belt, loads the gun, kills her, and then goes, but look, there's other bullets out here too. Like, it must have been somebody else. Like, crazy. Alec Baldwin pointed the gun, pulled the trigger, and then lied and said he didn't pull the trigger. And investigators found he lied. Mm-hmm. The gun does not operate unless you, it's a, what is it, a single action? Meaning you have to cock the hammer and pull the trigger.
3: Yep.
0: There's, th- he lied about it. I think there's a strong possibility. I think it's reasonable to assume the woman he was fighting with over issues on set, he killed. He's a hothead. It's a pattern of behavior. He had the means and the motive to do it.
3: Yeah, punch the guy over the parking spot.
0: But think about this. Think about this. Let's imagine that Alec Baldwin really wanted to kill this lady. Yeah, punch the guy calling his his daughter a fat pig or whatever. Or little, whatever he did, he's got a temper. But imagine this. Imagine he really wanted. Uh, imagine a scenario where a guy says he wants to commit a murder. So he goes onto a movie set where he knows that. Or, I mean, in this instance, they're on a movie set. They're having problems. Alec Baldwin decided he could get away with murder in his hypothetical situation. All he had to do was take a couple of the extra bullets and mix them into a box. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, it must have been an accident. Yo, where'd the bolts come from? Why did he pull the trigger and then lie about it? The You're only thing, this is all that matters. He pulled the trigger, killing her, and then lied and claimed he didn't. Did you also, do you also remember what he said about after he shot her? He walked out. And wasn't even like attempting to help her or anything. For like 45 minutes. In an interview, I didn't even know she was shot. Like what? You pointed a gun at a woman, pulled the trigger. She flies back screaming. Everyone runs over like she's dying. And you walk
4: out of the room totally oblivious. How do you not know that she's shot? (laughs) I can't believe you said that.
0: I think Alec Baldwin intentionally killed her. And did not know how to explain his behavior. Which was erratic and made no sense. So... After he kills her, feeling justified and satisfied with having done the deed, he gets up and walks out, doesn't render aid, is not shocked or surprised at what happened because he did it. <laughs> now, Alec Baldwin kills a woman intentionally, right? Is he going to go, oh, geez, oh, no, how did I? I just pointed a gun and pulled the trigger and she died. I can't believe that happened. If he wanted her dead, he would know that she was going to die. He would not react react with shock at her dying. He would get up and be like, yep, and he'd walk out of the room. And then he's like, "Oh, it was only forty-five minutes later. I realized that she was actually shot." <laughs> what do you mean? You pointed a gun at her and pulled the trigger. It went bang. She falls backwards. Two people got hit, and everyone's screaming. I don't buy it for a second, dude. I,
4: I that, And then I, he has
0: the bullet on him. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry, man.
4: The the whole the the I I didn't know that she was shot. Like you shot two people, and you didn't know. Let's talk
5: about Joe Joe Biden.
0: Well, oh, I I dude. He, he, he's lying about everything. He I'm sorry. Like We got half an hour talking about it. He wanted to do it. Anyway, here's another story. It's Friday. Another story. Biden to forgive another $5 billion in student debt for 74,000 borrowers just a week after announcing separate plan. Are you effective? Affected. Oh Yo, Joe Biden is pouring gasoline on this country and lighting it on fire.
4: I'm just going to, he's literally, he's just trying to purchase votes. This
5: student loan stuff drives yeah. me nuts. I actually got My loan's forgiven. It had been 25 years and I hadn't missed a payment, which I think is why. So they targeted me first. But now it's just just tough. Step into the world of
2: power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VTW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
5: Total extraction of wealth. I don't know where that $5 billion is. If they told Fannie Mae, or whoever these loan companies are, you're not getting your money back, that's a different story. But if they're printing $5 billion to hand it to these private loan corporations... And they're just forcing you to pay back your loans early with that's ridiculous because it's costing us all money. It's costing us all um, in, in inflation. It's, it's devaluing all of our currency by printing money. You know, as we watch Sports Illustrated
0: crumble and Bud Light may be on the verge of collapse. Joe Biden is just throwing money in the air while screaming yeehaw. <laughs> the- Part of me thinks like we're going to have to start rebuilding like we're building the parallel economy. We better crank that thing up, man. Cause we're going to need institutions of our own to help so that we survive.
3: Yeah. And like for, for someone like Biden too, it's like, you make the argument that this isn't sustainable. You can't keep doing this. It's like, well, why does he care? He's not going to be around. And you know, to the point about like purchasing votes, like, I mean, didn't he he already tried something like this also? And then it like got struck down or whatever, like these, these people are going to like turn on him too, because you know he's going to overpromise again. And, you know, I just don't think it's going to work, but even, even like the, this plan right there, if, if it does, like it's, it's not going to be sustainable, but he doesn't, he doesn't really, we had a, you you need people that are are willing to say, I don't want
5: the free money. Yeah. That's just not going to happen because
0: the Titanic has hit the iceberg and everybody's trying to steal as much as they can before the ship sinks.
5: Did you hear the theory that the Titanic got hit by a U boat? got got sunk okay
0: anyway so uh, (laughs) i want to talk about that the 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 issue that we're dealing with is that all of the people uh, a large portion of the people in this country are just like let me extract from the system whatever i can as it's sinking and joe biden is just making it rain yeah and he's like spend it while you can baby how do we
5: instantiate honor in the in the species to be like stop giving me this this money i don't want it
4: well i mean you, you can't do that to like kids that already are like you know have already got the debt you're not going to get kids that have have signed on to what they assumed was the you know the, the deal if I go to school and I study and I get a good you know get a good uh, good grades I'll get out and I'll get a good job there will be a job for me that's not the way that things are are panning out um, and there's not a lot of great answers for those kids um, if they spent a lot of money on a degree that doesn't <sighs> You know, doesn't have a a job to go with it, or there's no you know no market for that job. They're kind of effed.
0: We so. we had someone call into the members only show and said that uh, their significant other was a trooper in Texas, and that they've begun discussing fears of civil war because the Biden administration may start arresting Texas law enforcement. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I we have not confirmed any of this, and so j- just the general idea. Is, is difficult to bring up because someone's saying it, we reached out and they're like, no, we don't wanna talk about this, we're done. And, and maybe it's nothing, maybe it's fake, fake news. Maybe someone was lying to us to uh, try and sensationalize what's going on. But, it, but the reason why it would make sense in either direction is that Texas has begun arresting illegal immigrants. And we have what is quite literally a Fort Sumter circumstance where the federal government is saying, this is our jurisdiction and a state has deployed armed soldiers to push them out and say no it's not it's ours now so Which, with, fort, with fort sumter you have the union forces at fort sumter and the south and the south carolina being like hey get out it's ours now and the union saying no now you have federal law enforcement on the border saying the border is our authority and texas national guard deployed armed soldiers to push them out take control of the, the area and begin arresting uh, not illegal immigrants sooner or later this reaches ahead in some way either it's going to be the federal government just gives up and then other states recognize the federal authority is gone and eroded or the federal government responds with force or something like that happens i bring it up in this context because i'm like everything i see joe biden do and the democratic establishment i i don't see any any long-term planning i see them basically just setting fire to the curtains before they leave
5: yeah i don't see the long-term planning that's it does feel like all like kind of let's do right now what's good for now no they're like okay we're getting kicked out light it
0: up i knew a guy once who got evicted from his apartment so he took hershey's syrup and he squirted it into the cracks of every nook of the building yeah bad guy and he was like this will teach him and i'm like i think you already taught him by not paying rent but this is the idea like the democrats they're getting evicted so they're like set fire to the whole thing
4: well i mean you know the the thucydides trap stuff comes to mind because the united states as a strong economic power with a strong military you know facing an up-and-coming china means you know conflict and the idea that the united states needs to be weaker um you know or a managed decline that's not something that's that's so far-fetched or something that is hasn't been discussed like barack obama essentially said this you know said that the united states Was was going to manage being not the only, not the superpower, just be another country among many. And that takes a certain amount of, uh, you know, of management to get to the point where the U.S. economy is not the dominant economy. And also some level of acquiescence, because like half the country, and I don't know the exact numbers, is like, screw that.
5: No, we're maintaining hegemon. We are going to be America first, the greatest country on
4: Earth try and take it please cuz you're not going to get it well i mean yeah there there are people and the the thing is yes but a big part of the problem is this hasn't been proposed to the american people there's no there was no like vote about this or or you know or or you know any kind of inquiry into hey america do you want to start passing laws or signing on to treaties that actually kind of weaken the united states power you know over or its own sovereignty you yeah. know that, that we're we're you know uh, um you know listening to foreign powers like the you know and ngos and stuff or or whatever like do, do we want the United States to to sign on to those things? And and a lot of times the American people don't pay attention. And so because the politicians that do sign on or that actually are the ones that are like, yes, we should plan this kind of stuff because they that stuff happens quietly, your average person doesn't know. So they get reelected. And, yeah.
5: and also like if they had been like, yo, we're going to reduce the American hegemonic power. We want to get rid of these American military bases and we're going to co-parent the earth with the Chinese Communist Party, with the Russians and with the corporations. I'd be open to that if you give me a plan because I don't like American military police necessarily on its face. It's caused a lot of panic, pain and suffering, probably unnecessarily. But you better give me a way that that's going to be better than the, la- the stability we've had over the last 70 years. They're already making the
0: play that I predicted a couple weeks ago. Trump had received support from a mere 56,000 caucus goers, amounting to some 7% of registered Republicans in the state and just 3% of overall registered voters in Iowa. They're already pushing the narrative that Donald Trump is winning in the absolute minority, and they will use that to justify barring him from from power. So my prediction was they're going to remove him from the ballot. in A bunch of states if they do, Trump will win the Electoral College. But the you know, if California removes Trump, he loses 10 million Republican votes. He was never going to win the electoral votes in that state anyway. But now he's going to win the general election with 40 million to Biden 70 and they're going to say this can't be yeah. all all the left is going to say wow no one should be president for own, oh, if with that little votes this makes no sense that will be their their in essence casus belly for why they're okay with the use of force to stop trump from taking the presidency even after he won the election they'll say weren't the bad guys trump didn't actually win the system is broken he only got you know th- 30% And they're gonna be, he's not the real president. That's what they did in Egypt.
3: They already wanna abolish the electoral college, so. Right, exactly.
0: And you're gonna have Democrats coming out and being like, this country does not want Donald Trump. The majority of people voted against him. We should not allow him to just use a technicality to take power and turn this country into a fascist dictatorship. They are already making the argument. In Iowa, 7% of the voters voted for Trump and he won. That is not the will of the people. They're making an argument on quote unquote democracy.
5: Is that a real uh, number? Yes, yeah. I thought that he he pulled what seventy percent of the caucus itself, but that was only seven percent. Record of low
0: voter turnout for the caucus. It was
5: cold too. That yep. day yeah. was a bad vote yep. And
0: Trump got, uh, yeah, Trump Trump got around seven percent of the registered Republicans. Wow, seven percent. And so, but but this is how elections happen. What what's the argument? The Democrats, the Republicans who don't show up, should have a say. No, you don't show up. You didn't vote. Abstain. There you go. Your vote was abstain.
4: Well, not showing up isn't a problem for Democrats. They mail you a ballot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, that is isn't uh, that is worth mentioning if, if you know, people are going to say things like, oh, well, you know, showing
3: up, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, you know, maybe they should show up if, if their vote's going to count, right? Well, Biden was saying it meant nothing or whatever. Iowa means nothing. But, like, he finished fourth in Iowa in 2020. and then, That's why. Uh, yeah, I know. And then also, like, he got, like, you know, I think it was like twenty twenty thousand or something votes and it's you know I don't and he's the president, so
0: I don't think there's gonna be a super Tuesday. And this is this is rough for us because we're we're trying to plan this event. We wanna do a big like live show in West Virginia. But I'm just like, Man, we're gonna spend all this money setting up this live show and like making tickets. No and- one's gonna
3: be left. Yeah. Like- well yeah, right.
0: No, Nikki Haley and DeSantis will drop out. We thought we thought Ron was gonna drop out today. Because he announced a press conference or something. So, the Politico announced he was having a press conference and he never showed up.
3: Yeah. Or he didn't show up for like half an hour. I don't know what happened. Did he ever show up? I don't know. I didn't even see. I, yeah, I, I Vermin, tried, Vermin yeah, I tried. Vermin Supreme. I tried looking for it and, and Vermin Supreme kept popping <laughs> he up. Sent so. his
5: champion. DeSantis sent his champion in, yeah. in his stead. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was funny because Laura Loomer
0: was like, why is this man who posed naked with Mickey Mouse gloves appearing at a Ron DeSantis event? And it's like, it's a good question, but I don't blame Ron for Vermin Supreme crashing the party. Yeah,
3: but either so. either way, if he was invited or not, that just, like, speaks to the state of his campaign right now. It's It
0: speaks to the state of, state of his campaign that when Laura Loomer went to a DeSantis event, she got thrown out. And when Vermin Supreme shows up and jumps up on stage, nobody – like, he's, he's just allowed – he just does his thing. I games. don't think – I think the likelihood is he wasn't invited, he did his thing. Actually there's, let's pull up the video. We have a, uh, no, that's not the video. Where's the video at? Here we go. We have this tweet from ALX on Twitter oh, and, uh, awesome. awesome. so here's- Free! The...
4: Free! I say zombie, you say power! Zombie! Power!
1: Zombie!
3: He's up there for a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if he's like technically a protester and he's allowed to be up on stage like that.
0: Just a- no, no way. No way. Where's security? This is this is a DeSantis event. This is yeah. for sure confirmed. Yeah. The, B.S. DeSantis is running for, for he's getting, he's going for the presidential nomination. Where's security? There's, there's no way this was an accident. They let Vermin Supreme do this. Hands down. <laughs> if, if the argument is they didn't know he was going to do it, they let him do it when he jumped up on stage.
3: That's so nuts.
0: Laura Loomer was standing in a room and they're like, get her. There's a video of a guy in a wheelchair saying nothing. And they walk up like, time to go, sir. And you mean to tell me that Vermin Supreme was able to jump up on the stage and start saying, when I say zombie, you say free or whatever. And everyone's just cheering for it. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, let this happen. Now, I, I got no issue with Vermin. I like that he mocks the system. So, you know, no beef. I, I, I question why he got naked with Mickey Mouse gloves. I find it to be very <laughs> I'm just, strange.
4: I'm just happy that he's not around the libertarians anymore.
0: Vermin is, I think he's an anarchist. I don't know that he's like a far leftist. I think he's just like a, a core anarchist with like no real strong.
4: He All of his shtick is is about some kind of government program. And he would jump he jumped into the libertarian. You know, but
0: like outside of his actual character, if you talk to him, I, I've, I've, oh, okay. I, I know I'm a uh, uh, decently well like not i don't hang out with him or anything but like i've had dinner with him mm-hmm. and talked to him and his thing is basically like the system is corrupt these politicians are all corrupt we're gonna mock them ruthlessly and he's very anarcho like strip the government of its power he's pretty
4: woke that when when the mises guys Well, he guys, probably went woke. yeah when the mises guys kind of came in and, and took over the uh, libertarian party uh he is when he left because he was friendly with the uh the kind of woke left-leaning libertarians that were in pieces of power and libertarians. This play. is
0: this is the this is what so many of these leftists do. They, uh, or I should say, liberals, the moment they saw, actually, I'll put it this way: they were never liberals. They were never uh, real anarchists or libertarians. They were always authoritarian collectivist crackpots. They publicly claimed that they were anarchist because that was the popular thing to yep. say. I want the government to not have power over your life. And then once they started attacking people and gaining power, they were like, no, we were always for that. So he's the kind of guy who, who it, it would seem just marches in lockstep with the with the far left.
4: Yeah, I think I think. Personally, I think that that he's just like he'll go wherever he's allowed to be in the Libertarian.
0: Why was program. he allowed to be at a DeSantis event?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I, f- <That's> why. <laughs> I found the answer to your question, by the way, about the press conference, because I saw the original post. It says uh, Ron DeSantis is about to hold a press conference outside and uh, he's late and le- like letting the reporters. Stay right, in so the the Um He said that he'll be back in New Hampshire on Sunday. He wouldn't answer any questions about wa- uh, whether he'll be in the state on Monday or Tuesday on primary day. That's literally it.
0: So he came to do a press conference and said, I'll be back, see you later. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I am I, I. need to understand how it is that Vermin was able to go up on stage without security doing anything about it.
3: Yeah, uh, it's so nuts. I don't know, but.
0: Uh, Cause like we've seen the videos, Uh, Matt Kim. Yeah. Posted a video where mm-hmm. he was like, I was just thrown out for no exactly. reason. They wouldn't even let him go to the neighboring building to have dinner.
4: I mean, everyone—you know—that there's a lot of personal garbage that's going on with this stuff. It's—it's it's really catty. You know, who's who's saying nice things about me or mean things about me on Twitter is is a big uh, a big thing for, especially at least you know it seemed like it was for the DeSantis campaign. If 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 uh, you know you interacted with them and were not uh, favorable towards DeSantis, they were. They weren't looking to convince you that you should be favorable towards DeSantis. They were looking to convince you that you were a bad person. It's real disappointing because so. that's like people making fun of the DeSantis campaign is
5: like trying to light a spark underneath the campaign to give it some combustive momentum. And they're like, and they no, swat- that burns. They- stop. Yeah, they Relevance. keep swatting your hand get that, away. Get yeah. that spark out of here. It's too hot. I'm really happy
0: that Ron's losing. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I am because it's like at a certain point when you were like, hey, I'm a big fan. I like this guy why don't you stop doing this bad thing? And then they're like, we're going to keep doing bad thing. And I'm like, yeah. okay. And then they respond with, and you know what? Fuck you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, that's exactly okay. it. That's exactly right. I'm it. out. See you later, guy. I had
3: somebody like complaining that I didn't cover uh, Kim Reynolds endorsement like months ago. I'm like, okay. It wasn't like really surprising. And then also on the other hand, like, you know, it was a bigger deal the that, that week that, you know, Rick Scott endorsed Trump over DeSantis, the sitting, you know, Senator of a state and former governor. And like, they didn't make a huge deal about that. And then, you know- ne- Kim, ne- Kim the, the the
0: the, the uh, personality traits of the woke are the same as the never Trumpers. Yeah. They're, it's the same, irrational, anger, emotional, I should win, I should get what I want, principles be damned. And so a lot of these never Trumpers latched onto Ron DeSantis and they dragged him down to the depths of destruction and oblivion yeah. and he's gone and that's, that's it. Sad. He is a a sad laughing stock. Yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm imagining someone being like Ron. I'm telling you, high heels.
2: You're <laughs> oh gonna God.
0: win. It's gonna pull really well.
4: <laughs> I mean, it uh, it sucks that his his, um, you know the his, the people that were speaking for his campaign weren't uh weren't a little more proactive in trying to convince people and be a little more friendly. But at the same time, like Ron was. You know it's like talking to a two by four talking you
3: yeah those those videos with like the painful smiles and like the robotic yeah. movements are just like they too, they're too much you know, and he's an
5: athlete we needed more of him in action like physical action
0: you need a leader and leaders have to be good at a lot of things so uh when we're looking at fighting you know Sean Strickland is a leader we're big fans he's saying some great stuff he's defending the little guy and we really respect it he's a good dude Uh, he's a wild guy and he's good at what he does. Should he be president? No, because while he may be the champ when it comes to his, his weight division and his fighting, when you're a leader, you need a bunch of different characteristics. So Ron DeSantis, let's say there's 10 categories that make you a good, would make you a good president. Ron maybe has two of them, very high marks and the rest are all in the gutter. So he was not the right choice for this, Mm -hmm. but I am glad he ran. Because it would be a disaster for all of us if he didn't. He endorsed Donald Trump. Trump said, we're going to bring him into the fold. We're big. Everyone loves Ron. And then come 2027,
1: yeah.
0: Ron's running. And we're like, what have we done? Yeah, mm, Our back true. bench is garbage. Mm. We're in trouble. We got nobody.
3: That's
5: true. People do credit the Florida legislature with a lot of what happened in Florida during the right. COVID Is is keeping that state open was in part. The legislature, not and Ron took a lot of the credit for it, but I don't know who, who's going to be the VP man. It's got to be Vivek. Yeah, but even Vivek no, is not VP. Be... Like, I mean, I think for success, it's got to be Vivek because no. he, he's grooming the next president. They have like, the picks. most,
3: you know, the most chemistry Grooey. that we've <laughs> that we've seen on stage. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of you know Trump on stage with a lot of people, and especially former candidates. Uh, Gabbard maybe. I yeah. I get that Tulsi Gabbard maybe makes. That's sense. that's what I. Yeah, I am not. I am not she talking. She would be great. The, the idea that
0: Vivek has to be VP because he's grooming the next president. No, 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 no. That's not what matters. What matters is, does the VP help get a new state? Am I going to win a state with this person? Yep. Am I going to win yep. a demographic with this person? And are they the kind of person that could fit in a role that is subsidiary and not very much in the limelight?
2: Mm-hmm. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Vivek is is is,
0: is, is a hot potato, man. He's not going to fit in that role. Chief of Staff, perhaps. Something like that. I don't even know if that's the right one. He may not want to work in administration like that.
4: I look, I you know would would have preferred Vivek be the guy to Trump, but like I think the re like he was at you know eight percent or whatever in Iowa, he's like five percent or something like that nationwide or lower, like. I don't see how he, how Trump benefits at all by picking. It,
5: he doesn't. The country. It's like kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Like Favre, they, the Green Bay Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers. He sat the bench for the first year. He was a nobody. But they knew he was great and that he would be great. So he, Brett Favre, you know, just, just took. You know, they all took it for the team. It was about the team and making the so team the best it could the be. The
3: thing about him, like being at like eight percent. uh, is i think because he's aligned so much with trump that like you know in the absence of trump i think that number would be a lot higher whereas the other candidates that like they are their support is seen as you know opposing trump so it would actually kind of be confusing to me to like have him at a higher number because since he's so aligned with trump i feel on a lot of things that's you know that's where that's coming from and he's like actually I think he has some good like suggestions on, you know, like banning the, you know, cryptocurrency, whatever that was. And then also, um, you know, with the pardoning of Assange, that's another suggestion uh, that like he has told Trump, I guess, so. You're banning the CBDC. Yeah, yeah, CBDC, that's what it was. Um, And you know, the day before he like talked to him about that, he announced that on the stage. And made that part of his policy. So I, I feel like someone like who could give him some more, you know, advice on things like that that you know Trump might not know, and help craft policy on that type of stuff um, would be more beneficial. And uh,
5: Don Jr. just had Vivek on his show, triggered on Rumble two days ago. I think it was two days ago. It might have been yesterday. Yep. it was pretty. Co- it was great to see him together, but it was remote, and they were talking over each yeah, other just because of the yeah. digital delay, which was you know, being in person, I think, especially for Don Jr. and Vivek, who are like high-powered speakers, having them try and yeah. get through it was, uh, there were some rough moments. But all in all, it looks like they're deep in communication with the guy. I don't know if yeah. you need him to be VP to make him the next president. Yeah. Because he could just be a loud, like Tim, you're saying he's a loud mouth, in a good way. He likes to speak and speak a lot. People he's are also, order.
0: People are also chatting about, there's like a lot of videos of Ron eating. Oh, like, yeah. Like a duck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, the Simpsons, where Frank Grimes is like he eats like a pig, he's like eh, I'd say he eats more like a duck. Pigs tend to chew, and then it shows Homer like putting the donut in his mouth and he's like oh, oh, oh. just hard, like sucking it down.
3: It's painful. But it's there's like, like
0: people are posting a bunch of videos where Ron like will take a sandwich and just shove half the thing in his mouth. But no, I, I, don't, I don't say what the I'm like the dude's on the run. Yeah, like he's he's, he's got he's got to go, man. I totally get it. You mm-hmm. hand me a cheeseburger, I'm gonna be like I'm taking that thing down in two bites. They do that Headed, stuff. Graded, all the time. I'm not running for
4: office. They do this stuff all the time. It's like when, whenever, like every, you know, cycle or whatever. Whoever's running, like they get bad pictures of them eating oh, or the whatever, you dogs, know? like sticking
3: the one
5: down the throat. Yeah, I would, I would lean the into That's the all Iowa State
3: Fair it. trap. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah.
5: You got to chew your food. Like chew the only, the paste. only,
0: the only reason I would ever really want to run for president is so that I could just go nuts it's, on the whole system if you had, I would never to. actually want to run i don't programs. want
5: it all to be in politics but if i feel like the country needs me or the world needs me like i feel like it's our duty as businessmen to go to that level next if there
0: was ever a point where i could actually get on the debate stage and have like a double digit polling but not win i'd go for it and then it would just be the funniest thing ever <laughs> i would like I would show up to like the Iowa State Fair and I'd buy like five corn dogs and just eat them all at one <laughs> once. I would take five of them and just be like, all right, everybody, get the photo. I just jam it into my face. And be like, I take so little of this seriously, like have at it. But the thing is too, like it might actually backfire and end up working because it generates so much press attention, like yeah. Trump's first term. Yeah. How he was just saying all this crazy stuff and then they were just like, run it. And part- then he ended up winning, getting $5 billion worth of free marketing.
4: There there is like the That's argument true. like there that, that Trump was just trying to like actually do things that would derail his campaign, that was an well, actually compelling I, argument. Have you I heard thought. Michael Moore's argument? What, Trump didn't want to
0: be president. Yeah. He was upset that he didn't get a better rate on The Apprentice. And it was um <laughs> what's her face? They paid they paid uh Gwen Stefani or something? He said some woman got paid more than him. He got mad and said, why aren't I getting more for The Apprentice? to the best show. And they said, because you're not as big as this person. So he's like, okay, I'm going to run for president. <laughs> I'm not going to spend any money doing it, but that's going to raise my profile and get me a better contract deal. And then he accidentally won. And while I don't believe that for a second, because Trump was planning on running for years because yeah, he, he, he registered MAGA and stuff yeah. four years in advance. Mm-hmm. But it was apparent. it is apparently true that when he did win, he was surprised. Yeah. And he was like in his campaign office on, on on election night. He was like, "I won! I won!" Yeah. <laughs> like that. Watch wait, it, what? Watching <laughs> that video of <laughs> I didn't him think
3: like I was gonna win <laughs> as the votes are coming in. I saw He's that like, video. "Oh
5: man!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably the reality there is that everyone said Hillary was gonna win. She had everything. It was Trump was probably like, "All right, well, you know, we we shot our shot, right?"
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then he won. Yeah. Oh man, talk about good days. Good days. Can you believe that was almost ten years ago? It was eight yeah, years ago. That is actually nuts.
3: Eight years ago. ago. I, I remember that night. That was nuts. Oh, yeah, it was so too. much fun.
0: I'll never forget it. You know, like, uh, uh, like 9-11, I will always remember exactly where I was and how it went down when Donald Trump won the presidency because me it was too. it was one of the greatest nights of my life. Where were
5: you? What were you doing?
0: I was hanging out with Cassandra uh, McDonald at the Sputnik office where she had worked. And uh, I I was we were, we were hanging out in DC. So went up to the office and I was just sitting there with my feet up and I was like, cool, we're gonna just, I, I don't know, I'm not doing anything else. And Cassandra was like the only person in the office who was pro-Trump. All the other Sputnik people were were Democrats. And it was funny how snooty they were being and like smug. Mm. And there was like an early report that the Trump campaign was planning to file like launching a lawsuit against one of the states as the results were coming in. And there was one guy who was like, here he goes. Like this is what Trump's gonna do. He's gonna lose. But then we were watching the New York Times had that meter and it said like greater than ninety nine percent chance Hillary wins when it starts. And then throughout the night, it started moving. (laughs) Then it got to 50%. And at that point, Cassandra's like tearing up and she's like, oh my God, I'm laughing my ass off. And then it got all the way, like started moving down the tears of all the people in the room as they're crying. And then I'm just sitting there laughing a hearty laugh. And I'm like, I didn't vote for the guy. I just thought all of it was crack, crack pottery. And then he won and I was like, good. This is what you all deserve. Mm -hmm. You have sat on your hands for so long and lied to the American people. You voted for Barack Obama and he blew up kids. And now you have the nerve to come to me and say, Hillary Clinton who was secretary of state doing all this garbage deserves to be president. You (laughs) earned this man. And I was just, I was loving it. What a good day.
5: Yeah. I was very much into Bernie and it was devastating what the DNC did to that guy's campaign. Me too, me
0: too. I was a big Bernie fan. And uh, and they did. And so when it all came crashing yeah. down, I was another reason I was laughing as I'm like, y'all, you deserve y'all, it. y'all deserve it. <laughs>
6: yeah, The DNC,
0: listen, man, people wanted Bernie. He had a lot of grassroots support. He should yep. have won. Yep. And when they ripped him off, people just got in line behind Hillary Clinton. And yeah. the fact that it failed and blew up in their faces was so funny to me. You yeah. deserve every moment of every, every ounce of pain, every smile Trump makes. Every laugh, he laughs. You deserve every moment. <laughs> it was funny.
5: It was like
3: a gut shot.
5: I don't know if you guys do you remember the moment you found out when Trump won that election? What were you doing? Yeah. I, was I, I
3: was watching it live just like with my family. Well well, I kind of knew once I saw Florida, like that, that was it. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that yep. was it. So. That that
5: was
0: the that was the moment that night where everyone went, wait a minute. Yeah. This went Trump, he's gonna win. Yeah. I, I just remember that moment when the New York Times needle went to the middle and said 50%. Yeah. And then I was like, he's gonna win, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Where were you doing, Phil?
3: I was just at my my place in New Hampshire. Was it like
5: three in the morning or something when the results came in? When
3: no. they actually called it, called it or no, well, when he gave his victory actually. speech. But I think I think it was probably around midnight or something when <laughs> when it was like mathematically called on most networks. What but, a shock. Yeah. You could
0: actually pinpoint the moment at which Hillary Clinton's heart was ripped out. No, I'm kidding. That's a Simpsons joke. But she didn't she didn't give a speech, right? She just disappeared, I think.
3: No, she didn't. give Well, that's the thing. So she didn't have a concession speech right. written yep. is why she didn't give a speech. Wow.
0: She was probably she she was probably hitting people, screaming like "How did this happen?"
2: I've
4: heard she was drunk. Oh, uh, she was hammered. I heard that she she had she had had a couple drinks before, and then once it started to go really bad, she, the she drinking started to, the venue to go. At all, she never she didn't show up to her venue. She didn't do a concession speech that night. I heard it was because she got drunk and was yelling at people. So, Putin doesn't drink.
5: I don't know if that matters. World I mean, leaders getting trashed makes me nervous. We're going
0: to go to Super Chat. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member to support the work we do and go to castbrew.com, Pick up Appalachian Nights. It's the best coffee you will ever have. You can buy it as a gift. And also, if you got friends who are big Trump supporters or just don't like Joe Biden, you can buy Sleepy Joe. That's our decaf. Uh, really, really good name. Shout out to the TimCast members who uh, helped come up with it. And uh, Sleepy Joe. There's also Unwoke, but I think Sleepy Joe is way better. Yeah,
5: yeah, you can drink it before bed.
0: All right, let's grab some super chats. And uh, YouTube's giving me the business for some reason, but I'll do my best. Jerks. Uh, Let's see. Josh Shabim says, fourth. In fact, sir, you were were first. But because you called it wrong, we're not going to count it. We're going to give the first person to barely a millennial. No, I'm just kidding. You're first. Barely (laughs) a millennial says, we had to put our American Eskimo dog Nina down today. The best part of being a kid is not having to do the hard things. That sucks. Sorry to hear. You're yeah. here. Rest in peace. All right. Kane Abel says, hey, Tim, did you ever find out about that Texas Ranger versus Fed thing? Or have any updates on that. I wonder if that would be the new start of the next Civil War. History often rhymes. The reason why I did bring it up, I didn't want to, I, I haven't tweeted about it or anything, is because if we can't verify who the person is and, 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 and if the husband's in law enforcement, can't get a statement on the record, we don't want to. That being said... An individual called into a public show to thousands of people and said, this is a thing that is happening. That much, I think we will repeat. And then I will clarify, we do not have any confirmation outside of this. Uh, However, there are other individuals who are retired Texas troopers that probably have connections. And it sounds rather reasonable that this is happening. If you are working in law enforcement in Texas and you're being ordered to defy the federal government to their faces with guns you may be concerned sooner or later a Fed's going to try to stop you. We'll see. All right. Maniple says, second of all, <laughs> wait, was there second of all? Where will the new North Poles be? Guys, go to Tenet Media on YouTube. Subscribe. Watch the Culture War podcast. It is Fridays at 10 a.m. live. We put up clips on YouTube.com slash Timcast, but we all redirect you over to our friends at Tenet Media. It's a great little super group we got going on. And the show this morning was about a, a pole shift, which may be occurring. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but uh, the argument is that periodically throughout, it's every 12,000 years or whatever, the poles shift. This is a fact. Here's a, here's a really interesting fact from the show: runways are being renamed because of the the, the pole shift we name runways based off their position on, on the, with the compass or whatever yep. in, on the earth. But now that the poles are shifting, it's changing the names of these runways. Because if you're flying you're using your instruments to find runway with this name, if the name stayed the same, the, ru- the, the compass would point in the wrong direction. And so it's yep. like, but uh, that's actually happening. That's a fact. You can find that on like the US government website where they're like, hey, we have to, the, the pole shift is happening rather rapidly. And so the idea is that the earth will tilt. And as it does, it wobbles, moves down, and then starts correcting. The spin will stay the same, but the axis rotation. And I guess the argument is the poles are heavy right now. And so that'll cause it to wobble and then spin, but then correct itself and start spinning again. And I guess that would put uh, Antarctica at the equator.
4: So it'll be the east and west pole.
0: No, the poles will be north and south. Oh, okay. Right. But Antarctica will be on the on the equator and that would put uh, Florida on the south pole, hmm. I guess is the argument.
4: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that that would happen. You know, I mean, I don't know about how fast it happens and I don't know what would, you know.
0: He said, he was saying like a week.
4: Oh, that would probably like be. Like a matter
0: of a day or or, or so. It happens rapidly. This eventful. means that you'll be in Florida and you'll be like, oh, sunset's at 730. Uh, and then sunset happens and then the sun never comes up because the earth tilted and now you're in the Antarctic circle.
4: <laughs> yeah. Awful. <bizarre. laughs>
0: you're like, I'm cold now. What's happening? So one of the things he, he pointed out is that we found woolly mammoths frozen yeah. With food still in their bellies, meaning they were flash frozen. They were frozen nearly instantly. Hmm. And so he's, he, he was pointing out like, or he was asking, what could cause a woolly mammoth to freeze so quickly that its food would be intact in its belly? More the point. Where did the food come from? If the woolly mammoths were in this Arctic region or whatever, or, or, or you know, minus 15, how were there vegetables around for it to eat? what was it eating if its stomach is full of vegetation?
5: Yeah, the hypothesis is that it was in the equatorial area and there was plenty of vegetation and then that whole area flipped up north and then that's where they were found.
0: Right, and so, well, this is what he's arguing. I'm not a scientist, I don't know, but he's arguing that they're basically at the equator eating veggies. Within a day, the earth flips and all of a sudden they're in the Arctic Circle. All the plant life is dead and it's minus 15 instantly and they just freeze. They freeze to death. Almost instantly, nowhere to go, nowhere to stay warm, and there's no food, and they're just frozen. And that could happen now. That's what he's arguing. Watch Ooh, the show. It was such a good show. Yeah, watch the show. Yeah, it was actually the largest live audience we've had on on Tenet Media.
4: Nice.
5: Ooh, a lot not, of comments. Not for the
0: Culture War, but for the for Tenet oh, YouTube nice. channel. nice.
5: The comment. A lot of comments are like, "This is the best one ever." I sometimes I'll see those comments on certain shows, but it's nice to see that comment over and over on that episode. It was great, dude. Ben Davidson and Jimmy Corsetti, superstars. Wild show.
0: All right, Nicosia Connection says Tim, please have Vinu Varghese on. He's an attorney in New York City on the front lines. His recent case is representing Dexter Taylor who dared exercise the Second Amendment right in New York City and 3D printed firearms. The culture war is on even in New York City. Great to work great work to everyone at Timcast. That would be a good guy to have on the uh, culture war show. Culture war show is a better show for when we're doing one-on-one stories like that and IRL is better when we're doing news commentary. So there are a lot of people who will reach out and be like I'd love to come on your show and I'm like we'll we'll get someone who's a scientist and wants to come on Timcast IRL but I'm like we're not an interview podcast like Joe Rogan we're a we're a news commentary show so we're looking for cultural and political junkies. But uh, that's why we decided to launch the Culture War show which you should uh, should subscribe to. All right, all right. Let's grab some more super chats. JK says great culture war podcast earlier. Thank you. Been watching both those guys as long as you. You need to let all that expand. Yeah, uh, the fascinating thing about uh, Ben, he's not like, it, it, it. he's not coming out and saying aliens and other crazy nonsense. He was saying things like, well, one of the, I asked him if the poles shifted and Antarctica is at the equator, will it melt? And he says, not necessarily because we have tropical glaciers right now that haven't melted. They've been there for thousands of years. And I went, wait a minute, what? I didn't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hot, tropical glaciers in like Indonesia, for instance, that are high altitude, they don't mm. melt. Yeah. Exactly. So they've been there for a very long time. And I'm like, interesting. So Antarctica could move to the equator. There would be coastal melting, but la- the large ice yeah, formations may good. remain.
4: How high is the highest mountain in Antarctica, you know, or highest peak? I don't know. You Google it
6: probably. I was going to say there'd be like a huge land grab for if it, if it suddenly just became that way. I mean, a lot would change, but all of Antarctica would be. Would be like land, no? It, I I you know, part of me thinks it would be the coolest thing ever if
0: Antarctica was at the equator and just started melting and there's a new frontier. Yeah, exactly. But only if after the ice melted, there was like an abandoned city. <laughs> oh wow. And we were like, when all this ice melted, we found Atlantis. I was gonna say Atlantis. <laughs> yeah,
5: <but> the <laughs> highest point of Antarctica, Antarctica is not that it's much. called Mount Vincent, it's sixteen thousand feet high. Yeah. Oh, that's level. not much.
6: That's not super high. Uh, that's like Utah.
5: Road Less Traveled says if you're planning on going to the
0: Republican National Convention in Milwaukee or just a fan of history, look up Road Less Traveled Wisconsin for information about the little white schoolhouse in Ripon, Wisconsin, the birthplace of the Republican Party. Ah, oh, Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, we are planning to be there for the RNC. We've got uh, we got some good plans coming, some good plans for the RNC. All right. Greg Cutler says, Ian, I threw down $100 last year just to shout out Ben Davidson and the suspicious observers.
5: Glad to hear you got together. I'll definitely watch it. Dude, people keep telling me you got to get in touch with Ben, with Ben Davidson. You got to get in touch with Ben Davidson because I've been talking a lot about the Electric Universe theory. Dude, we were talking about that during these pole shifts and these geomagnetic phases that the moon can get pulled towards the earth really fast and then pushed away and the amount of like... To, like just torrential uh, flooding and, and like because the moon sucks the waves. It'll like make the waves get really tall when the moon's closer to the earth. The the, the catastrophe, I, the guy's just absolutely awesome. I had no idea Suspicious Observers was as big as it is. Uh, I've only been following him on Twitter, so it's really, really great to see. M says, if
0: the New York Times paper was to finally collapse, would we be happy or celebrate its end? Just says people are celebrating the end of Sports Illustrated. I'm torn. Right. But it's like, because it's been taken over by communists, we want it to be destroyed. That's kind of a scary thought. What if we took it over and made it run by, like, capitalists and pro-America people?
4: I like that. Part of me likes the fact that the, you know, that the progressives have... A place where they test out their ideas, and like that's kind of what I look at, like the Atlantic (laughs) and New York Times. Like they, the the, go to the op eds, yeah, go to the op eds, and you can all the terrible (laughs) ideas the left has. They're 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 telegraphing all of them. What if? Go ahead. No, 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 finish. Well, these these ideas that they that they test in the opinion pages, these are what will eventually turn into policy. You know, that's where the ideas come from.
0: What if tomorrow, the front page of the New York Times was all American flag backdrop? And the articles were all about the history of communism and why communism is bad.
4: I would subscribe. <laughs> That'd be great. I would I would subscribe for a year, and I would deal with whatever they wanted to put yeah. out. After that, I would deal with it. Yeah, true. They do should do that, it,
5: New York Times. That's yeah, big deal.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never do it. They were they were white. They were redwashing the Soviet Union while Stalin was killing
6: people. <laughs> yeah, true. Like
4: there, yeah, they they were.
6: They're so they're sympathetic.
4: Yeah, the whole Italy, like
6: the whole Italy. progressive
4: project, the whole first half of the last century, people were lying for the Soviet Union because all the all the intelligentsia, all the academics, thought that socialism was the future. They thought it was a great idea, and they all wanted the Soviet Union to actually work out. And so they're all just lying for them. The New York Times should—they had horrible people that were just covering for Stalin. It's awful. Yeah. J. W. Dickinson says,
0: "I hope this is seen. You need to make a K-cup coffee pod sampler so people don't have to buy a full pack to find out if they like mm. or hate it." Good point. That's a yeah. great idea. Here's a funny one. The Real Hydro PX says, you said this yesterday. Are you an NPC? Tim, do you just say things to look cool and be right or your insecurity? <laughs> Hydro, what you need to understand is as one of our biggest fans who watches every single episode, <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> we know that the average person watches three episodes per month. That's the average person. And so that means somewhere around 60% of the individuals who watch Timcast IRL don't hear and don't watch consecutive episodes. So if I'm going to be talking about a subject and I ignore the core point of the subject, assuming someone's heard it, the chat will be flooded with, what are you talking about? So we have to operate on a light assumption that the average person at any given moment on a show has not watched the show the previous day.
5: Yeah, it's similar to if you're talking about someone we all know and we're using first name basis. We got to use their last name when we're on TV. It's just a something you got to be a little different when you have the cameras on and you're this, broadcasting.
0: I'll, I'll give I'll, I'll give you one example of how it's difficult to navigate esoteric subjects. The What we say on this show on a daily basis is an esoteric subject. You don't know the subject of what we talked about unless you watch every episode. When we had Vivek Ramaswamy on and we asked him about central bank digital currency, he did what many people do when discussing this. The subject is so complicated that instead of saying, here's what blockchain is, here's what Bitcoin is, here's what cryptocurrencies are, central bank, instead of that, he goes, the problem with CBDC right away is that you've got a government. And I'm like, wait, wait, stop. What is CBDC? Oh, oh, Central Bank Digital Currencies. Anyway, the point is, no, 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 stop. What does that mean? And so he he says, I'm going to get to that. And then he starts talking about blockchain. And I'm like, listen, people don't know what blockchain is. I have I deal with this all the time. It's not, but what happens is someone who knows and pays attention to every show knows that C, what CBDC is. So someone will come on this show as a guest and they'll say, well, I, I'm hoping Donald Trump calls out CBDC because we got a big problem. And then 80% of viewers go whoosh. I have no idea what he's talking
5: about. I've noticed that on shows, sometimes there's the experts, two experts talking at each other, and I just want to listen to them experts speak. Even if I don't understand the words, I'm like, I'll figure it out later. Go full expert nerd. Don't assume, don't don't dumb it down. Just go full expert. But then other times I'm like, I want to watch more of a show which explains to the general audience like labels, what they mean. And I just, I kind of go back and forth. There's different uh, types of shows in that sense. So
0: you need to say something like, blockchain is a digital ledger. A book containing a list of transactions made by people who are exchanging something of value. The digital currencies are essentially things you can have on the internet that represent value. Really simple. The government wants to create their own version that they would control. That would be a bad thing because it gives them technological access to all currencies. They can spy on you much more easily. They can control what you buy much more easily. They can ban you from stores or even from regions. Right now... They can do these things through difficult uh, measures with the federal government, court systems, freezing your bank accounts. But with central bank digital currency, one day you could get a notification that you are not allowed to buy things within 50 miles of Austin, Texas, and they can easily control that if, with a CBDC. Less, It's less easy with uh, the current financial system. But social credit scores, all that stuff, op- it opens the door if they make that move. So uh, we say no. Yeah. All right. Scrody Johnson says, funny thing is, Porsche is owned by VW, but VW's holding company is Porsche. Literally a loop. Yep. That's so crazy. Very weird. Limited liability schemes. All right.
5: That's like corruption staring us in the face kind of behavior. Mm -hmm.
0: Tesla Hack says, on the topic of the casino and no one in charge, this Ian isn't correct. Decentralization also decentralizes responsibility. A web of interconnected systems is hard to hold accountable, unlike a singular leader. That's a great point. And that is the point I was dealing with. If you're, so if you're having a problem in one of these big casinos and there's no general manager, that's it. Have a nice day. There's nothing you can do. So when I had an issue where I, a guy threatened to, to a, to a, so what, what happened was I was in the poker room at Hollywood Charlestown and they apologized to me re, re, relentlessly over this, but uh, I will use the poker terminology for everybody. And if you don't understand too bad, I did what's called an ace high hero call all, uh, all uh, on an, on an all in. Basically, we're playing poker. I'll simplify it. The guy is making big bets. I don't believe he's I don't believe he's actually got a hand. I, I, I think he's got garbage. So I call his bets in the end. He pushes all of his money into the middle, basically saying, my hand is so good, I'm putting up $300. You have to have $300 to call me out. And I said, I call, I throw the money in, and then I flip over ace-king offsuit. Not the best hand, but a pretty good hand. And he has- this is- Is
5: this all pre-flop?
0: No, this is, the, this is the river. This is the end. He bluffed all the way down. He looks at what I have, and he just has this look of shock. And then he throws his cards into the muck, meaning he just gets rid of them. And then they shove all the money to me. Meaning, I called him out. He was surprised I called him out. He got really angry. Came back half an hour later and started threatening to hit me and beat me up and smack me and insulting me. And that's that's a that's a no go at any casino in any poker room. Instant perma ban. You go to any major casino. And so I was like, Can I get the floor over here? Like, holy crap! They didn't. I asked for the floor several times. Finally, I got up and I'm like, Yo, what the? F-? Went to the went to the guy who runs it and I said, This guy's threatening to attack me. Can I get security? You're like, what's going on here, man? He's he basically came over and said, chill out, shut up and play the game. So I said, "Okay, I want to speak to his in charge. There was no one in charge. No one runs the show. No one's in charge of security issues. Security guards came over and said, I don't know what happened. And I'm like, can you guys like watch the cameras and see him threatening to hit me and all stuff? And They're like, I don't know. And I was like, is there a boss or a manager of the casinos in charge? No. Each individual space has their own authority and jurisdiction. So if the guy who runs the poker room says, don't know, don't care, didn't see it. The security guy says I'm I don't work for him it doesn't work for me there's no other general managers it only got resolved like 7 months later when a guy who watches the show and worked in the food department as a manager <laughs> asked me like uh so they they had a uh, there was a republican event using the casino conference space and he was there and he was like yeah I hear you're a big fan you play poker and I was like not here anymore not since that guy threatened to attack me and you guys did nothing and he went, what <laughs> I get a phone call right away from the casino host apologizing saying they'll 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 fix it and I said, fine, fine. Uh, I'm once again boycotting them, however, because they stole $40 from me.
5: Wait, the, so the casino host is like the top dog over there? He's a
0: customer relations guy who wants to convince people to play the game. So there's no boss. That's got to not be true. I feel like they just lied to you. Yeah,
3: that's bizarre.
0: Yeah, I, I, there's there's no boss. That's, so there's an like, owner. Like, come on, come on, who, who, who do you call when you have a problem on Facebook? Who's the manager you speak to at Facebook when you get banned? There's nobody. Yeah, there's none. So the whole system is decentralized. There, of course, is someone who's in charge of the casino at perhaps like a regional level, but they're not in the building and they're not there and there's no fun. You can't talk to them. So the only way you get anything resolved is, first, this one's really important. If you guys are ever having problems with a major company and they're dicking you around, be rich. (laughs) <laughs> okay now after you're rich it also helps to have two million followers on twitter okay Get followers okay now that we've gone through that followers. these oh. companies will finally apologize to you and this is the worst thing about our modern corporatist system is that the only way to actually be treated fairly by these faceless gigantic disgusting machines is if you can wield influence against them and it's sad it is pathetic yeah. that you would have to do something like that but you know what I suppose that's it. Let them feel all the pain of treating their customized like garbage because sooner or later, they treat the wrong person like garbage and, and then they have to deal with that's that.
5: That's why I'm drawn to mob rule because like I noticed that in 2006 with internet video, like the amount of people I could amass to make a phone call to one person at a, at a certain time. I was like, yo, I can command the masses with this technology real easy. And I wanted to, but I I, I also realized how dangerous that could be and that I'm corruptible. And I was like, I, I gotta just build systems that let people organize I can't. I can't try and be some cult leader pushing. I mean, but then the argument is like, if you're up against corporations that are screwing the little guy, maybe you do need a cult leader to step up and command the forces, the people to go make calls and to show up here and I'm gonna say this and all that.
0: I'm gonna take this Friday opportunity to uh, whinge a little bit and on this point. <laughs> so I was at uh, Maryland Live, which is at uh, Arundel Hills, uh, Arundel Mills, big mall, shopping mall, and they have a casino. And this place knows customer service, so we there was a there was a, dis, a dispute we had over a bet on a table. The per the 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 supervisor on the floor was arguing with us. I was getting I was getting perturbed, like not angry, but I was like, "Look, we're trying to do this. This is what we did. You can't push our bet back." Blah blah. blah. And Then finally, I went, "Okay, don't worry about it. Make the bet. No point in arguing. Thank you for your for your patronage." And I was like, "Oh, that was very nice of them." At the same at the same place, I was playing Sickbo which is a three die roll. You make a bet on what the dice is going to be very simple game. And I accidentally put more than the max down and I lost. And they went, sir, you bet too much. And they gave me half my bet back. Hollywood casino pen entertainment. It's like the gutter of casinos. We were putting down. So this is why we're currently boycotting them. And this is, this might be the final straw. We were putting money down on craps. It was Allison's turn to roll the die. There were only three people at the table. As she's putting the money down, they hand the die to the wrong guy and he throws him and the die hit the wall. And we're like, whoa, 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 no roll, no roll. Like we're still betting. And like, what, they're like, nope, your money's ours. And they pull our money. And I was like, whoa, dude, stop. You're out of turn. The wrong person threw. No Dead roll. They said, no, if you don't like it, you can leave. And then I said, if my $40 is worth that much to you, I'll never come back to this casino. And they said, it absolutely is your right to say that. And I was like, Okay. Have so fun. don't
5: go to that place. Don't go to Hollywood. Penn because...
0: Entertainment yeah. runs these things. Uh, and, and I'll also say this too. Look at, look at what happened with Portnoy. They booted Barstool Sports. Penn bought Barstool, sold it back to Portnoy for a dollar. <laughs> he made like half a billion dollars on that deal. That's
4: dealing deal in like the, uh, the 21st century so far. No, right. for real.
0: Yeah. It, so Portnoy That's sells Barstool Sports to Penn Entertainment for half a billion. I think it was half a billion. And then... Not even a year later or whatever, they're like, we're going to give you the whole thing back for a dollar.
5: Why? Because it is the like, dude. But also, isn't that like fraud for that's just like Portnoy getting free money. Yes. But that's got to be like fraud.
0: They, they, so apparently what was happening was David Portnoy has no problem calling people out. He disagrees with, there was an issue where Mincy, cool dude, by the way, was rapping on a show and said the N word in a rap. They fired him. Portnoy was like, that's BS. I was pissed. I'm like, come on, dude. Mincy's a good guy. He was just rapping a song. Mm-hmm. They fired him. Dave is a good dude. Gave Mincy a job at his watch company. He had his back. I tremendously respect that. Barstool was freaking out because they were like, we are going to get denied gaming licenses in states because of hate speech and things like that. So Barstool was too edgy. So, so I, I don't know exactly what happened, but what I imagine is, they went to Dave and said, will you buy back Barstool? And he was like, no. <laughs> and they were like, we are losing gaming licenses over this. We, have to, we can't have the brand attached to us anymore. And he was like, too bad. You bought it. And they were like, will you buy it back for this rate? No. Will you buy it back for this? No. Can we give it to you? Okay. That's, That's probably smart. what happened. I don't know for sure, but he bought it back for $1. He got all the money. He owns the company. He hired <laughs> Mency back. Bravo, dude. Penn Entertainment Hollywood Casinos are the worst run establishments I have ever been to. So anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go play in the snow. It's there's a, there's a crap ton of snow out there. We're gonna go snowboarding. Awful. It's it's terrible, the roads are shut down, there's a state of emergency. But my friends, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Head over to timcast.com, click join us, become a member, support our work. And I know there's always a, people, there's a lot of people who are like, Tim Gabble's too much. Listen, my friends, <laughs> the salary that I take from this company only comes from the Tim Pool Daily Show. A show that I produce 99% on my own in the mornings that I record, that makes money. That's the money I pay myself. Everything else from like Tim your membership goes to putting up billboards, buying commercials of Alex Stein. We did twenty five thousand dollars in a commercial of Alex Stein trying to free base coffee. That's kind of, so you might be thinking, wow, that's the stupidest <laughs> thing I ever heard. I better not give this guy money. Then don't. No, but it's awesome, right? But if you like that we're doing those things, that's what your membership gets. We also it enables us to do these on the ground shows. We're doing more live events this year, and so that and then we hire more people. We're producing music. We're building culture. We've got documentaries and shows. So uh, support our work if you like it. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. ALX, do you want to shout anything out?
3: ALX on X.com.
4: Simple enough. I am Phil that remains on Twix. I'm Phil that remains official on Instagram. The band is all that remains. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, YouTube, Amazon. You know. Oh, wait. You know, and one more thing don't forget the left lane is for crime. For crying? Crime. You know, you know, you know that saying they say, "Be gay, do crime." Yeah.
0: The opposite of that is, "Don't be gay, don't do crime."
4: Yeah, that's but that. I think that, the, the, and and I think that generally you shouldn't be gay or do crime. If well, I mean, you can be gay if you're gay, but you but that's the do point, crime.
0: right? <laughs> like, I feel like they've made this phrase intentionally so that the inverse of it is something that we mostly wouldn't be agree, we wouldn't agree with, because like the more liberal, moderate person would be like, "Well, you know, I can understand why someone wouldn't want their kid to be gay; they wouldn't have grandkids." But we're fairly libertarian; just don't do crime. It's yeah. not a very
4: strong rebuttal. It's not. But especially like someone's going to bring up the left lane and then I'm just pro-crime in the left, left lane. <laughs> You're talking about driving in the yes. left lane. We got we to got, wrap, wrap things, things up. So right, everybody. <laughs> Have a beautiful evening. I'm
5: Ian A Great week. We'll see you again next week. Let's do this again. And definitely check out that Culture War episode from today. Roger, awesome. Roger, awesome Roger Stone on Monday. Pumped. I haven't met him yet. So I'm really looking forward yeah. to putting these right, puzzle right. pieces Talk together. Talk all about elections. Good to see you, Alex. As always, man. Good to Good see you. Surge.
6: Yo, Alex. Pleasure, man. Uh, as always, good to actually talk to you this time. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the weekend and for dealing with the snow and the rest of this, uh, this storm that's going to be happening. Uh, let's just uh, go home. All right, everybody. We will see you all on Monday. Thanks for
0: hanging
2: out.